Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here it is. It's How We Seize It, episode 77. We're doing MCU. Uh, this is uh, WandaVision. Uh, this was the first of the new, I, I guess this is the MCU TV uh, universe, uh, the, how they're explaining it. But it was the, the first thing that's come out from Marvel since COVID uh, struck <laughs> everything down. Um, this was their first major release on uh, uh, new MCU stuff on Disney Plus also. And you'll see we're so, doing it a little bit out of order, too, because we're, we're two weeks into our normal three-week cycle, but we're also doing WandaVision itself yeah. way out of order. We're kind of teasing it because it just came out. Typically, I mean, I guess if we were to do it like we're doing all the other MCU ones... Uh, this wouldn't hit for, like, three years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, no one would care. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is more like just a regular episode, even though it's MCU. It's not our normal MCU chronological uh, watch um, where we're going to follow through. And I think uh, that that will be next week. And we're going to hit Luke Cage, which is another series, but this one, that one's on uh, Netflix. Um, so that'd be our third, third. It'd be the fourth of uh, the Netflix. Cause we did uh, iron or uh, not iron man, uh, daredevil two, correct? Yes. My, my memory's not what it used to be. So, uh, but yeah, so this is, this was the first, first release for Disney in the, in the TV uh, series um, idea and this wasn't originally supposed to be this was supposed to be later on um, after not only Winter Soldier uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier but it was also supposed to be after the Black Widow movie um, Shin-Chi and Eternals were all supposed to come out before this I believe right. um, originally but because of COVID and way things happened this was one that they were able to get ready to go and actually release earlier than than had planned or i guess it yeah the, it well, the platform still it existed during covid the platform still yeah. existed uh whereas you know you talked about black widow the platform kind of went away for 15 right minutes, so. <laughs> yeah can't can't see it in the theater um yeah the, it, i guess they did have to do some changes to the to the original uh plan um, I believe there was the original plan was to uh, release this with ten episodes, and oh, yeah. the first three were going to be released all together. But they they cut some stuff because of some. It wasn't all because of just timing and COVID, but some story stuff changed from what they had planned to do. Interesting thing though is it, it actually released on when it had planned to originally. The problem and the reason everything that had originally been going to go before it didn't was because of COVID. So everything else slipped, but it stayed where it was supposed to. So it became the first release instead of like the third or fourth new uh, MCU. But I actually, I'm almost impressed with this being their first release because I think it really, it really talks to what the, what the MCU or the, the Marvel TV series is going to be like, because this, this was a really cool, interesting series and got so much buzz going. Um, it still has buzz going, and it's been done for months now, or at least a month or two. 
Um, and it's still got people talking about stuff and trying to figure stuff. It, like, even though it finished, there's still people talking about theories and things like that of what sure. it may mean and stuff like that. Nice. Um, so, really cool. The other thing there's I. There's no I, second I, season, right? I mean, that's. I no, no. This, no. But... Sec- the second season is, it, well, not really a second season, but it's supposed to lead into uh, specifically um, Doctor Strange in the uh, Multiverse of Madness uh, movie directly. Also, the Spider Man No Way Home. Is that the. Yes, and yeah. and the Marvels also, isn't the Marvels and the Marvels being, also. Yeah, I think it's being written that, by that, the same one who who wrote who <laughs> wrote most of this series too. Yeah, well, Marvels is was the Mar uh, Captain this, Marvel two Captain Marvel Captain yeah. Marvel two a change. Yeah, apparently I just read something on that today that uh, people are, are um, anticipating the change was due to that uh, Brie Larson may not be continuing. They they may have switched their idea about her being the main person and they're going to go a different direction. So they're going to... Oh, really? Oh, really? It's speculation, but that's... A, Mar- I think the people at Marvel are enjoying trolling people because they could send yeah, out any so. little thing that could mean a bunch of different stuff and just watch people's heads explode and go crazy trying to figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy that one. I think... I think uh, Unless Brie Larson is, is is leaving on her own for her own reasons, I don't think they'd uh, shoo her out because of because of internet trolls. You know. I don't think it's yeah. that. I think it's also uh, I've I've read that she's hard to work with and things like that, and, and it, on top of some other things. But I I don't know. I I don't put that much uh, trust into what the internet says about it, anyways. Because yeah, the trolls will like to do that, and people go off on these tangents. And like we saw during this movie or uh, series. You you put one little word out there, you have one little thing in the background, and people will just go down these rabbit holes after things and just come up with these crazy theories. And you're like, well, how do you even think of this crap? I mean, where? So, anything I mean, Paul, Marvel does. Paul Bettany trolled everybody with <laughs> like did. a world class dad joke, and uh, <laughs> which we'll get to. But it was like he made like this remark which he which was which turned out to be kind of a joke but everybody just went bananas what could he be talking about and they uh, like went through old interviews too. with him and all kinds of stuff it was, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so that that we can get to talking about that let's let's get through our drinks first because uh one of the things we like to do here uh is make sure that we uh, are enjoying our our podcast and we do that with by having drinks <laughs> and mm-hmm. so uh part of that too is we want to we we come up with these drinks and we try and uh, tie it to the show or uh, whatever it is we're talking about at that time so i will uh let anybody who wants to go first uh tell us what you got uh, jump right I'll, in there i'll go first <laughs> um gonna say sticking with my sort of vintage it's mm-hmm. it's not too vintage, but it's kind of like a bright color, like a 60s cocktail. Um, and uh, honoring one of my favorite minor characters in the MCU, always a delight to see him, Jimmy Woo. This is called a Woo Woo cocktail. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, an ounce of vodka, an ounce of peach schnapps, and two ounces of cranberry juice. And normally there's a lime wedge with it, but I'm out of lime. So uh, uh. it's, it's kind of sweet. Um, if you like that kind of thing, which I do, but you know, your mileage may vary. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It sounds well, pretty you, good. Yeah. yeah it's tasty. Rachel, I like, I like you, peach. So. Yeah. Is it a lime twist or is it just a lime garnish? I just like a lime wedge on the side yeah. of the glass. Cause if you listen to Rachel Maddow, she thinks no garnish should be eaten regardless of the drink. So like no olives or martinis or onions or anything like that. She's like, really? they're there just for the garnish. That's just her own philosophy. 
But the cherries in Manhattan, I don't know. Yeah, don't don't eat that. Or you know, especially those <laughs> brandy cherries. I was gonna I say the cherries are soaking up all the the liquor. It's really right. nice. At the some end. of them are already made. Or already <laughs> some of them are stored in brandy. And I know I do love the tartness of those uh, Gibson olives. Or yeah, Gibson, I was gonna uh, say onions. Uh, the onions in a Gibson are delicious. I the yes. olives. I order those drinks sometimes just to get the olive. Yeah. You know. Yep. So, so cool. Anyway, maybe that sounds good. I was just trolling you. <laughs> That's right. Trolling I love the fact that you went with. Sure with agent Wu too cuz he was he was a delight in this and so that's that's a perfect I, one. He's, a, now, he's great the, in everything he does. We'll get it we'll get into it but I I really dig the actor and I was glad to see him back. Yes. Yeah. All right. So All right, well I'll jump in. Um I did a so I in in a little bit of my research I I was kind of curious as to what sitcoms or what TV shows um WandaVision played paid homage to over the course of it and you know some of them are more obvious than others and some of them are are sort of like hey i wonder what you know what show they're doing here what show they're doing there and uh as i was doing that research i found out that one of the original inspirations for the sitcom piece was dick van dyke mm-hmm. and uh dick van dyke if you look at that series first of all a classic series that's what you guys should do next you should do dick van dyke. <laughs> uh, it wasn't all it wasn't all that many seasons but anyway um they were in that show there was they found so many pictures of them drinking different things and it was mm-hmm. either uh champagne and the old bubble glasses or you know the brandy snifter but you know i just imagine and i, I checked with i talked with kelly about this and um we had a little back and forth but we always imagine that um Laura Petrie would be sitting there with Rob um, with a little martini as he came home from mm, work. And these ready. are some vintage martini glasses that Kelly's Kelly got from her grandparents. Um, nice. So I just did a classic nice. gin martini, little little on the drier side, not not a, not like spray bottle, just a mist into the glass, but a little bit of dry vermouth, but mostly gin, a uh, nice herbal gin, Alley 6 from up the Healdsburg way, up in Sonoma County way, and Good stuff. Yeah. two two classic plain olives. Uh, and yeah, I would normally do a twist if I were doing it myself, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'd went classic because I'm sure they weren't doing martinis with twists back then, so it was just the olives. So I went classic gin martini with olives. No, that's awesome. That's good. That's a good nice, call. Nice. Cool. And yeah, I, I remember watching the the Dick Van Dyke show uh, as a kid a lot, and uh, that was that was a great sitcom. Oh I my mean, gosh, yeah, it, it really, and they're they're calling you know, it kind of set the tone for a lot of other sitcoms that come after it. I mean, even to to this day, we wouldn't be where we were, I think, without you know what right. they did. Oh, I know, absolutely, yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Steve, what do you got for us? Well, you can see poking out of my screen here, uh, Scarlet. Um, cap here i went with a wine and uh one of the there, there's a couple things i can tie to it when i was watching it you know you've got your scarlet witch and vision and and to me she kind of screamed red wine and he kind of screamed white wine i thought well you put them together you get a rosé <laughs> so i kept oh, i kept thinking nice. of a rosé ah. um i went with a rosé and you know a red ro- rosé is not a blend of well it can be but it's not typically a blend of red and white wine usually it's just one grape varietal that you know that that um just kind of soaks in the skins a little bit and then and gets its color from from the red so and in the end when this kind of this series finished off it, it almost seemed that way that that it was just 
it was just Scarlet Witch that was driving this whole thing. The vision was all in her mind. So you can kind of play that whole idea of, of it was, you know, her, you know, it was the Mind Stone or whatever you want was kind of soaking in that, in that, uh, in that uh, <laughs> Scarlet wine, uh, red wine for a little while and uh, soaking in the color. But uh, I also tied it in the very first episode, and I think this actually dropped in the in the very prem- the premiere or the teaser for the series. Is it shows oh. uh, it shows um, Wanda a bottle of wine? Some, yeah, or actually she's yep. using her magic, and it's a um, it's a uh, it's a red wine. It's and it's what's the name? It's uh, Maison du, du yeah. Mepris is, is what it is, and, and which translates to House of Contempt, or some people tie oh. it to House of M, so M. Um, which which is a tie oh. to to the series, uh, to the comic series, where where mm-hmm. she kind of loses her mind and. Um, I don't know something about her kids. It, it, it would kind of for, <laughs> foreshadowed some of the. It foreshadowed. They took her kids, story. which made her go crazy, and then she took out all the mutants because of it. Yeah, is, yeah. is the is the quick quick way to say it. But yeah, a lot of people uh, talked about how how am in that wine bottle yeah. was one of the reasons. But that wine was a gamay, a gamay noir, which is a, which is a French. Uh, it's a, it's like a Pinot Noir, but it's a gamay. Uh, is the varietal, and so I made oh, sure okay. I got a rosé that was 100% Gamay to uh, kind of tie oh, to wow. that as well. So that's that's wow. what I'm drinking here, and I'm gonna pour nice. it. Nice, nice. All right, that's pretty cool. So uh, I was going along like I do, and I look at all these different things, and I, 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 you know, I start googling, you know, WandaVision cocktails and this and that, and I had I had about six or seven saved, and then I listened to a podcast. It's called The Villain Was Right. And they did they did this podcast. And everything that I had thought after I listened to that podcast was completely flipped. Because they go in there and they literally are defending uh, Agatha. And, uh, oh, yeah. and to, to some extent, uh, uh, Director Dick. Um, they were, <laughs> they were uh, defending him, too, a little bit. But uh, it was mostly about Agatha and how she wasn't really wrong on a lot of stuff. And so I got kind of tied up. And that and I was like, oh man. So I, I said, I'm gonna take that. I went back and I looked and I found this cocktail. It's called uh, the Agatha All Along, a, a WandaVision inspired cocktail. And so I was like, oh, that sounds good. I'm, I'm gonna go with this one. Let me see if I can. Uh, where'd it go? <laughs> oh, I had the. Oh, there it is. There's the. So it's uh, two ounces of gin, a half ounce of simple syrup, uh, an ounce of uh, lime juice, and then a creme de mur, which is a blackberry liquor. So I got that, which I actually got a blackberry uh, brandy instead of the liquor, and it's a half ounce of that uh, over crushed ice, and then it has a uh, option of uh, one ounce of this is Lux Luxadoro. Luxardo cherry it's juice. Lux, it's it's okay. Luxardo. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, reading, speaking in my no, strong no, it's point, fine. but <laughs> so it's, it's I actually went, yeah, we were talking about the cherries earlier. It's the same thing. It's yeah, the Luxardo cherries. Looked, anyway, I went and looked for those, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I'll get this. I went, found them at Safeway. I'm like, oh, cool. Twenty dollars for yeah. just this little bottle of cherries. I was like, yeah, no, I'm gonna go get those ones that they put on the ice cream. <laughs> you know the, the two dollar bottle yeah. of cherries, but the Luxardo, it, I, but the Luxardo cherries are soaked in brandy. That's why there's actually alcohol no. in them. That's they're not just it, sugar and cherries. Okay, that's why I was like, that's some. I mean, it said they were from uh, Italy, but I was like, that's some heavy expense. But I, it said optional. But so I went with it. I, I did get some yeah. other cherries. Um, I mixed that up and and 
it's got a more of a reddish color. It's, I guess with the cherry juice, it would have been more of a darker, so it would darkened up and purpled. And I thought, okay. I was like, ah, okay. I, I got carried away, and I was like, you know, I'm going to go with the second drink because I was like, I really wanted purple was the color of Agatha's magic. <laughs> and I had found this other one, and it's kind of funny because it's not actually tied to Agatha. It's actually tied to Harry Potter, and it's called the Drought, oh. Drought of Living Death drink. And uh, so it, it's just kind of this dark purpley uh, drink, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try that one. And so because I had all the, the ingredients for this one, it made it a little bit easier. Once I can find the ingredients again. Um, it's, so it's it's two ounces of cranberry juice, uh, one ounce of the blue, what is the, the, say it for me, Bo. Curacao. Uh, Curacao. Curacao. <laughs> Every time I look at that, I'm like, crack, crack or crew, no, Curacao. <laughs> one ounce of vodka, one ounce of rum, one ounce of gin, and then um, six ounces of soda water over crushed ice. And so I made oh, that wow. one up too. Just because right. I was like, I got, I had to have the purple for, for Agatha because I just, I, you know, her magic and to me, and after listening to that other podcast, the villain was right. I was like, God, these guys make such a great point. <laughs> and so uh, it, it really flipped on how I thought of things and I, I had to give Agatha some due. So that's kind of what I went with. So cheers up to everybody. Nice. And, and both cheers. of these, I've tasted both oh. of these and they're really good. Cheers. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this story now. And I think um, you mean Agnes, right? Or is that the same person? Same person. Agatha. Mm. Yeah. Agnes it's is, cut is off was her character right name. So bad with the names, yeah. Well, the sitcom, uh, the sitcom introduction is Agatha All Along is the song they sing when they, at yeah. the end of episode seven, when they uh, do, the, do the second, second series. Because I believe so. the, the actual comic name is Agatha Hartness. Yeah, so Agnes is like... Ag from Agatha and N- yeah. Ness from Harkness, so like a short version of her name, Agnes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So and, and because I've been listening to way too many podcasts about this, a lot of people call her, you know, get deep into it, and I, I've been calling her Agatha because of that. So um, one of the cool things I, I in reading some of the stuff I did, because I, I got really caught up in the commercials that they had in the different episodes. I was looking for some of this and and also the sitcoms, what sitcoms they use. I found this cool article and it was talking about uh, and this came directly from the Disney people that WandaVision really is kind of like um, it, it, the basis in, in the design is a love letter to sitcoms and, and TV sitcoms. You know, and, and they really wanted to work with that and play with that into the story that they then later develop into a, uh, you know, a Marvel action thriller type show. But they really wanted to show and start off with that, that, that love letter to the, to the TV shows and the sitcoms and stuff. And I think they did a fabulous job. Matter of fact, so fabulous that the first two episodes had a lot of people going, thinking, what the fuck is going on? Because, <laughs> like... This is not the Marvel I know. This is not the Marvel I signed up for. What is going on? They were very you know, they, restrained they, they, in any uh, sort of reveals. You just got a, a, a few senses that something was a little off. But it, yeah, they they yeah. they held to it almost almost 100 percent for those first two yeah. two shows. I agree. Well, there was a lot of little things in it, but you you either had to have a deep deep knowledge and really want a deep search for those Easter eggs. But yeah, there was nothing very. Uh, ominous or you know very big movie like or you know out in your face comic booky the first two episodes were really and i think that's why they originally wanted to release all three of the first three episodes originally together because by the time you get done with that third one you're like okay 
Alright, now now we got something cooking. Something's up. And not only that, it switched the color at the very end of the second one, which I think the black and white really threw a lot of people off. Like I, yeah. I know myself, I was still I was kind of like God. I don't know about those two first two. It's kind of boring. Going back after watching it once all the way through, and then going back and watching it again, it's much better. And I, it's much darker and deeper. I, I think I would have preferred they didn't release a, a teaser that that kind of revealed the the feel of it. I, I think it would have been a bit a bigger shocker just to kind of oh. throw those first two episodes out there and say, uh, what are you going to do about it? You know, and not really prepare people. <laughs> it would have been it have been a, a little bolder. Oh. A little bolder. Did, 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 did you guys watch the, the making of show on, on Disney Plus that they did uh, assemble? I did not. No. I did watch a little bit of it, yes. The, it, was, it was really interesting because they said the first one especially, they wanted it to be as close to the production of yeah. a, a sitcom from that era as possible. So they had a studio audience and mm -hmm. to the point where they had like the old wooden chairs that they used to sit in. Yeah. And so they, they say, because like if you listen to I Love Lucy and stuff, you can sometimes hear like creaking from the chairs as people <laughs> oh, wow. move around. Um, but and then like all the effects that they did, like when she was making the dinner and stuff was flying around the kitchen, they said He's the effects wired. guy was like, no digital. It all has to yeah, be I agree. how they would have done it in the 50s. And they did. And he said, <laughs> yeah. he said. He said, I, he said, me and my guys had a ball. He's like, we haven't used fishing line and pulleys in years. So it was, you know, they just had a real, yeah. it was, it so was sort of produced like, they went know, so far of is that I love Lucy or something. The, 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 the film crew uh, went so far as that they had lighting specific to the era. Mm -hmm. Like they went and got this, uh, I want to say magnesium lights or something like that, that were used in the sixties and seventies. Uh, they used certain filters that were available yeah. for cameras at that time. Like well, right apparently off, you know, they the used aspect nine... ratio too. the aspect ratio. Yeah. It was four, three. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, they did a lot in, and it, I think it really paid. And like I said, it was a love letter to, sitcoms of the past and in the first the, the first episode really uh they they start you know dick van dyke was a big part of it i love lucy uh the honeymooners um were all kind of they into brought that dick van dyke, they brought dick van dyke in as a consultant yes yeah it, they, <laughs> they, which i, did. Which I, I thought too. was super cool because he was That's one of the awesome. producers of the dick van dyke show and he talked about like some of their philosophy in in mm -hmm. making that show and also just so. their acting styles too the way the performances came mm -hmm. out they felt they felt uh stuck they, they felt stuck in those eras and that was yes. effective so and whenever, Elizabeth whenever, whenever there was a tease, it. or when there was a, yes. a little tease of something unusual it was it was it was very dramatic you could sense it right away when when uh something was off like like when uh when uh ta his boss started choking, Miss, and yes. and uh, his wife was uh, his oh. boss, boss's wife was <laughs> like she kept laughing and, and getting too cheerful. It stood out immediately because uh, they were yeah. sticking to it so well. Stop yeah. it! Yeah. That, was, that was really yeah. unsettling. Yeah, I, well, I even, watched even I, the Dick Van Dyke part that I found interesting was um, you know in some of my research about the cocktail even that I was doing and trying to find out like if there was any kind of a you know did they talk about a certain drink or whatever on the show. The, the big under the big sort of um, broad broad theme of a lot of the articles that I talked that I saw were um, how strong of a female character Mary Tyler Moore was in that oh, show right. she you know she didn't wear like the dress like Wanda wore but she wore like the pantsuits 
you know, and, and yeah. was like kind of a modern woman and, and she was setting herself, not setting herself up, but, you know, she kind of transitioned right from that into the Mary Tyler Moore show, Moore which show. she was even a stronger female character um, in those shows. But it it's kind of like, it's interesting that Wanda picked that as sort of her first inspirational show based on the videos she was seeing when she was a kid because she made her that strong, she made herself that strong female character kind of right from the beginning. Well, yeah. They also, and I know I didn't say it earlier, uh, the Leave It to Beaver was another one, um, and I believe mm-hmm. that was the uh, outfit uh, choices were were directly derived from Leave It to Beaver. I could see that. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I read somewhere where the dress is is almost a, a direct uh, link to to what uh, June Beaver would be wearing. Oh yeah. And so yeah. and uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, you talked about the Dick Van Dyke. Uh, I love the opening where he where he carries her through the the threshold and and yeah. would have tripped over the the ottoman. Right, like, right. Like yes. Every show, but he phases through it. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. you know, it's the Dick Van Dyke uh, vision version. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was yep. that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I I was intrigued actually. I I know a lot of people, you know, present company included. Um, when I before I, you guys were all ahead of the curve with me, and I kind of binge watched <laughs> it over two or three days. Um, but I I would say that, um, you know, you guys said this, and a lot of other people said it as well that you know it starts out slow or you know it, it's not doesn't really grab you or whatever you know i was kind of intrigued right from the beginning i'm like kind of like what's going on what's happening you know it it did kind of draw me in just with the curiosity of it because you know i'm thinking you know this like kind of what's going on like where's this going to go like things like that you know even even uh cloak and dagger i mean that's what kind of drew me in kind of early on a cloak and dagger it was kind of like what's going on obviously that yeah. ended up a lot differently than this ended up yeah. as far as like keeping you interested but um, right. you know it was just it was just uh it, it, it was like, just really super entertaining for me uh, and very and, very engaging to me to get to keep me drawn in yeah the, the first time i watched it i watched it as it came out so like a different one episode a week and it was it, that was fun and you know i watched with my whole family and and you know it, it was fun to talk about it with everybody the next day and everything but um, when I rewatched it for this, I watched it all in one day. Like, you know, Saturday after lunch, I, I went in and I'm like, all right, I've got to watch this for the podcast. Leave mommy alone. And, <laughs> and it really, it really works being, um, being binge watched like that also. And I know that, yeah. that, that the streaming ways, services sure. are moving away from that, but it, I think if if you're new to it, it it really it really sucks you in quick. Yeah, I think I think um, for me uh, it was I watched it that f- the first Friday was out and it was just the first two episodes and it it, it was the first m- new Marvel thing we had gotten for so long. I think they said twelve uh twenty months or something like that. It was it was yeah, a long since, time since yeah and since so, Spider since yeah. Spider Man uh, Far, Far From Home. Yeah. That's so it was a long this came out. Yeah. That was so that was, a, was uh twenty nineteen. Wow. Yeah. It was a long, long time. So it was one of those things is it, it was it was one of those is like, okay, we're ready for something Marvel and you know, we're so used to I mean the last couple things we got were Endgame and, and, and you know, you know, Infinity War and stuff. So 
it was just like okay this is this is marvel again and we got these two black and white sitcoms which i love the aspect of it especially when i go back and think about them now but yeah. but to sit down after so long of nothing and that's what you get in like okay all right well, what are we doing here yeah and then well you know having to wait the week show. for the next one yeah that's why I never watch any show until there's at least three episodes in the can because, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to have to wait to see what's going to happen at the end of the next one. Well, in the old well, days, I, I you like... were worried that they get canceled, too, before you got to see the see how it oh, all wraps true. up. <laughs> yeah. Firefly. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Westworld. Uh, Not Westworld. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, what's the other one? The one that took place in the Wild West. Don't, don't panic, listeners. Westworld has not been canceled. Uh... The other one, Deadwood. <laughs> Deadwood. Deadwood, yeah. oh, right. Deadwood just yeah. like dropped off the face of the earth out of nowhere. But anyway, that's my dad. One of my dad's favorite shows of all times. He he's probably watched what is there, uh, uh, like I watch Ragnarok. Oh really? <laughs> uh, yeah, like he probably watches it once a month. He'll watch the entire series. Yeah. Wow. He, he, it's a great show. Yeah. He, yeah, he just he's all into it. He probably could do it line for line, you know. We should podcast and get him on as a guest. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, talk about technical dif- difficulties. I'll have to have like one of my kids down there next to him with the computer the whole time. Does he live near? Does he? Where does he live now? He's in Sac. Okay. In Sac Just have him come down, stay for the weekend. And... Yeah, that's true. Well, actually, one of my daughters is moving up there soon, so. Oh, okay. We might, we might be able to do that. Yeah, he calls me all the like. I bought him a computer for Christmas, and okay. he uh, he played with it for about two weeks, and then forgot a password, and then let oh. it sit never, and called me for like six months, and then finally I'm talking. I'm like, "How's the computer?" He's like, "Oh, I forgot how to get into it, so I haven't touched it." <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, man! It's not a VCR. It can't be that hard." Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, one of the other cool aspects um, they did with this with these first couple of episodes is they. Um, and th- this is actually one of the downsides that a lot of people have talked about, but the the content of the episode is only 21 um, minutes and 30 seconds, oh. um, which is exactly the same amount of time as a network sitcom in the 60s and 70s. That's true, yeah. Um, and they, I think they did that for the first, at least the first two two episodes for sure, maybe even further. But then they had like eight and a half minutes of credits. These have been the longest damn credit. This is the credits on this is almost as long as Endgame. Yeah. Like it is is and and you know everybody sits through and watches them because we're all expecting a Marvel, uh, you know, post post which they ended. Yeah. They did end up. And there's nothing for the first. uh, Yeah. Episode eight. Seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Seven had one too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which you have to watch on. Disney, because if you're watching and, and you don't catch it quick enough, they'll jump before the the end credits. You're like, hey, 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 I gotta watch that. So, um, which I thought was really cool because they did that on purpose. They literally set the time of the episode to match those original oh, sitcoms. Um, and then we got the the please stand by uh, credit, which was you know any of us who've grown up in the era of uh, cable t- or before cable TV and networks when, when shit goes bad you get that please stand by yep. sign yep. and stuff and it was like oh and each one of them was a little bit different one of the other things that I, I read is um, after the first episode you get the previously on Wanda you get the, yeah. the kind of monologue and each one is done uh, by the same person uh, throughout the whole nine episodes and as they go they get less and less cheery each time 
as they say, the, their their voice inflection is less cheery, and I was like, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, I, I need to go check that out. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know right? there was, they just they put so much into this, and, it, and it's it's incredible. Um, I, I mean, the just, second, go ahead. Sorry, just jumping off of that when when I watched them all at once, um, mm -hmm. it's it really kind of shows how they can use the streaming medium because like each the episodes as they kept going along they were like as long as they needed to be you know when they right. started you know so it's like they started out as 22 minutes and then by the end they were almost an hour because it was yeah i believe the last episode more... was an hour and the seven and eight were like 40 minutes long yeah they yeah. grew in time for sure and I think that, I think that's incredible. I, I love the fact that they did that. Well, they also expanded um, beyond their borders of of their own internal television episodes. They they the the Marvel right. yeah they got universe some real life was tacked on uh, and yeah so you get that as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, and I also think it's like if you think about as it gets more into modern modern sitcoms, even like you look at. You know, even like uh, Modern Family, every once in a while they'd have an episode that was not, didn't fall into that, even on network television, you know, for super popular shows, they'll have episodes that don't fall into that half hour category or like. Which I believe like a, was. Like uh, a very special uh, full house that's an hour or full? something like that. So, or, I don't know. Is where we get that? Yeah. Oh. Noah, you're a. Uh, Stoic there. You're well, very Yeah, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought you guys all, I thought you guys were all leave it. I was like, oh shit, I'm paused. Uh yeah, no, I locked up. Um you, I know you just said something about the, the, the very special episode. That was one of the other things that the titles of all the episodes were really yeah. very film related, you know, uh, live before f uh, or film before a live audience. Yeah. Uh don't touch that dial. Now in color. Uh, we interrupt this program, which is the episode four where they actually go to real life, which I thought was perfect. Yeah. Um, on a very special episode, which you know you, I heard you just talk about. Yeah. Right? How many? What was it? it that would have been the '80s. Like, it would seem like once a year there was a, from whatever you know your your oh. favorite. There was always a Different very special strokes, episode. Family Absolutely. ties, yeah, like yeah. all those shows. Like yeah, yeah. like well, all those yeah. shows once a season. They always had something like that it, was like yeah, it, sending it a message. Like, yeah, it'd be like goofy hijinks for 20, 20 episodes, and then they'd have one where drunk Uncle Larry comes into town, and they have to sit him down and have an intervention. You know, family 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 Tom Hanks, right? It, it was, was Tom yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody or, talks about that right. one episode, um, or, well, or, like, or like on different strokes where, uh, 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 oh, geez, I, I, not. Arnold. Uh, what's Arnold? His name? Arnold. When Arnold gets uh, like he's going to be uh, sexually molested by like the bike shop owner or something like that, it's like yes. this show is oh, a hilarious yeah. show for twenty seasons, and then here we yeah. have this. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Like you've got to be kidding. On this like, very could you imagine? Episode. Yeah, and there's no warning. It's like, could you imagine sitting down like after dinner, like on you, a Thursday you night? You get the, the warning because they go on this special episode. Right. Exactly. You know. <laughs> I know. I know. They always right. have that somber person in the beginning. And not only did they have titles that kind of reflected the areas, but they came up with themes for every single uh, mm -hmm. sitcom yeah. that they represented. And I mean, they wrote the songs. They they even filmed little yeah. footage that was specific for commercials the, the and commercials, scenes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that? So that the open the opening credits and stuff like like so the second um, second episode, right? Where they they it's like almost the I Dream a Genie uh, Bewitched, Bewitched opening, yeah. 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 
really, really kicked that. I, I thought the Bewitched really played almost uh, a little bit from the second all the way into the third. And, and uh, one of the things they were talking about is it was it was definitely part of it. Um, where they, that's the one where they go to color and Bewitched right. and uh, I Jima Genie were two of the ones that started in black and white and went to color. Yeah, mm -hmm. and oh, stuff okay. like that. Uh, one of the cool things I noticed, and and I didn't hear this from anybody, and I, I just noticed it on my own. I thought it was kind of cool when they go to color. If you watch as it scrolls across the screen, there's the wall that's up against the side of the stairs. It has a mural, and it's the castle from Sokovia. Oh, oh and it really? was one of those ones. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, I, I was watching it. It was the second time watching it, and I it went through, and I went, I'm like, what? Well, how does it? And I went back, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like. That's a big castle. And I'm like, that's the Sokovia castle. Oh, and wow. then later on, I heard someone talking about it too. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. You know, little things like that. Um, yeah, I really that's I awesome. really loved how they did all hey, of this stuff for can, the, the, the sitcoms. Since we're talking about sitcoms, I mentioned last week, at the very end of our last week's episode, we were talking about Tenet. That we were, something was coming up about... about um, Goodnight. You were trying to remember something about Goodnight, oh. and I, I think I ended up sending you a little text of of Goodnight Ned from uh, yeah. from um, oh, right. from uh, what's the Three Amigos, thinking that might have been what we were talking about. But right, we were, right. Yeah. But when, when we were talking about it, I said it's something like Sit Ubu Sit, Good Dog, which right. was was from uh, Family Ties. At the end of Family Ties, their little logo. Right. For the production company Ubu Productions, I think it it always said "Sit Ubu Sit, Good Dog," and I was just watching uh, that episode yesterday. You know, I was rewatching it, and they, the Family Ties like episode, um, they that's when they get their dog Sparky, and they say at one point they say "Sit Sparky, Sit Good Dog." And it's oh, a total, wow. and I know it had to have, like been oh, calling out that oh, exact same thing. That's a perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. all. Every. Everything in there was done with with some background. I, I don't. I mean, there may be no ten percent that wasn't. But I mean, Sparky was the name of the the dog from the comic. Vision had a dog in the comic named Sparky, that. who was a, a, a synthesoid dog who also died um, or was killed. Oh. So um, you know, everything everything has some touch in it, and I thought that was cool. Um, but we we have the different sitcoms you know we got the first ones where dick van dyke and stuff we had been bewitched i love lucy the two beds apart yeah the first yeah. time i remember mm -hmm. ever seeing that was was i love lucy right was they each had their own right. twin bed uh, it's funny because i remember after being married for about you know a couple years i remember telling my wife i was like you know we should get a room with like separate twin beds in it just not for when you know we're mad at each other, but just when you want to sleep, <laughs> when you want to get a good night's sleep and not get bugged. Well, I think it, so. I was, was like, was it the Brady Bunch, the first yep. show that? No, Brady, the, no. The, the, oh, that's what, oh, I what it was, was it? Monsters. Oh, really? Oh, really? The yeah, Monsters. Interesting. Well, then I, I heard yeah. Florence Henderson talking up Brady Brady Bunch as being the you know ahead of its time by by being the first one to allow yeah. to show two married people in the same bed. But okay, it was the monsters. The human. Well, maybe, she was maybe, lying. maybe they're not considering mon <laughs> maybe they're not considering monsters people. Right. You know, it was a time well, when maybe. we kind of isolated people. Well, let's ask things. about this. We could even go back. What about the Flintstones? Did they ever show the Flintstones in bed? I bet you the Flintstones didn't have two. I no. I think <laughs> I think they had separate beds. I don't actually. think they ever showed them in bed. I don't. I don't remember ever seeing the Flintstones sleeping well, that's true. in bed. Possibly, mostly uh, on dinosaur backs. Right. Exactly. Um, that's why, that's speaking why of Brady Bunch. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that.
that was that was a big theme for the, for the third episode was the right. Brady Bunch, yeah. stuff like that. Um, so much so as the backyard had the exact same playset and stuff like that. Oh, really? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the stairs were very reminiscent because of those wooden stairs with the big openings underneath. It's yeah. one of those. You know, it was one of those. What even the opening had the 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 nine different boxes and stuff like right, that. Right. Right. Uh, I thought they did such a good job with all those, and then and then we get you know the next we'd have episode four where they were uh, where they go back to real life, no sitcom kind of tie-in. But then we get the '90s and we get uh, the um, Welcome in the middle. I thought no, it was no, no, that ties. was later. Uh, family ties. Oh, ma- oh family house, ties. Family ties. House, you're yeah. right. You're right. Full house and growing pains. Um, I almost. <laughs> it's funny because I remember it, it's I watched. Uh, family ties like that was like religious for you know our family to kind of it was just sure. we watched it every week kind of thing and the opening was one of those like it was just such a something about sitcoms at those times they're 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 they had those very heart-wrenching songs and very kind of emotionally open you well, know they do the paintbrush and so here. when yeah. they did yeah when they did it oh it was perfect yeah it was a, it was a good tie of all of because well they did they start with the paintbrush which is um family ties then they go to the the pictures of the kids which was growing pains and then they have them running in the park which was full house so they kind of hit all three of them in the same yeah. opening yeah. which yeah people uh, okay i'm not a big vision fan as as far as character i he's not one of my favorite heroes i could he, he kind of just bores me but the pictures of baby vision <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like yes. get over you know i'm over baby yoda i want a baby vision right. you know right. <laughs> that's awesome i was uh, like that was so cool yeah but anyway i uh, did a little research while we were talking about that uh fred and wilma were one of the first television couples to sleep in the same bed okay okay so there you go <laughs> did they... I stand corrected yeah. you were all wrong actually some show i never heard of is actually called mary whoa, Kay and whoa. johnny is the first uh couple that sleep in the same bed but nobody ever heard of that show so I'm right. Yeah, they went the way of uh, of uh, you know Firefly and only got like six episodes and then they were gone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't even finish out the season with Full House. Yep. Censors canceled it because they were showing these wanton <laughs> on your... people sleeping in the same bed. That's just disgraceful. Yeah. Right. In anyone's <laughs> Easter egg hunts, in anyone's Easter egg hunts, did you see any reference to the fact that you know uh, Elizabeth Olsen's twin sisters were. Uh, were uh, in Full House, and uh, they were, you know, doing that one as a only that they were the only that they showed Full House, and that the that there was the twins in the mo- the show, and she was a twin. Um, there, there, I don't think there was anything else directly related to it um, that I saw, and and of all the stuff I've listened to, and I listened to a couple that were went episode by episode, which were really cool deep dives. Like I said, the the one that where the villain was right was fabulous. It was great great podcast I, I i listened to a lot and i got a lot of good ones i didn't find any that i was just like uh this is horrible yet you know yeah. which i usually find one or two but, but pretty good was there um, any was there any talk about why and and this is obviously a big talk online <laughs> other than budgetary reasons is there any reason why quicksilver was different <laughs> Yes. Right? Yes, is there it, was. <laughs> like, what was the, like, what's the, is it's the philosophy? I mean, because, you know, obviously the guy who played Quicksilver is a Quicksilver from X-Men. 
Yeah, well, not, I mean, you can read the into it. There's this idea you see in recasting in a lot of sitcoms that happens in some of the ones you watch. That's, I, I think, why they did it more than anything. I, I yeah. don't think so, because to me, it felt like it was forced, like like they they were looking for, like, like, like they couldn't it get was the other too. guy, so they wrote it in this way. Um, it wasn't I, even, no, okay. Here, I, I, okay. Wonder if it was, I wonder if it was like trolling, because like it when was. they first... When he first came in and everybody's like, oh, this shows that it's, that it's the part of the multiverse and the X-Men films are going to be folded into the MCU now. And, <laughs> but, uh, then yeah. but then they can't use certain things. Like they can't use, do you have like, any kind of a catchy name or anything like that or whatever it was? It's like, <laughs> well, maybe Aaron Taylor Johnson was doing okay. Tenet at the time and, and couldn't they couldn't cast him. Or, so here, yeah, but here's, that's what that I... That might be, but... <laughs> But the thing is, Disney owns the Fox movies now, mm-hmm. so they can use it. So th- there's all this speculation, like, are Deadpool yeah. and the X-Men going to be part of the MCU or not? And they well, will. Deadpool's but supposed to be, I thought. I thought Deadpool was supposed to be. And, he is. The and, next movie is supposed to be part of it. And, and that, you know, So here's, and then, here's what I learned. Okay. Uh, okay, so... They could get the original actor, but they were already brought Vision back from dead, so they didn't want to do that, right? Oh, so yeah, they wanted to okay. add something in there. They wanted to have him in there. Part of the big sitcom kind of thing is recasting. The trope, right? right. Where yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't talk about it. They just, they just put a new guy in there. So like it was Sergeant. that. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. From I mean, Bewitch, the the yeah. husband from Bewitch. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's there's true. there's a bunch of different ones. Roseanne. I, I actually saw a thing on it not too long ago. Right. Yeah. The, the Roseanne so doll was different... back and forth. It went from the original <laughs> to a different one, and then back to the original. And, and they even wrote some lines nice. in to acknowledge it throughout. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's uh, Last Man Standing, um, which is a Tim Allen uh, sitcom that's on right now. After the yeah. first season, um, one of the daughters couldn't come back. And so they change her, and and I mean it's not they didn't even try and get someone that looked like I mean the the first girl is like five two with dark hair the next girl is like six foot with blonde hair, ah. and so they they come in like the very first episode with this this line that is just like hilarious I can't even remember it was like it's like oh my god you look just the same as last time we saw you you know like totally <laughs> playing it up so it's, it's super funny so I think it's more of a trope to play with that with like the recasting now they also had the I ability to bring the other Quicksilver in from the Fox uh, movies, right? Uh, Evan Taylor. Is it Evan Taylor? I can't remember the guy. Anyways, they bring him in, and they bring him in specifically, I think, to troll people. I, I have a feeling that there's a lot of stuff that they did specifically to just get people speculating on things. Um and I think it did a great job. And I also love the fact that at the end of it, right, when we get we get the uh, his name at the end, which is Ralph Boner, right, <laughs> plays two parts, right. It, it's a it's a throw out to uh, Ralph from uh, the Honeymooners, right, because uh, uh, Agnes the whole, whole time is is referring to her husband Ralph, who is this guy, is also Ralph from the Honeymooners, and then Boner was from. Um, uh, growing pains, right? He was the 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 friend from Growing Pains. I was just thought, I, and th- that was the the reason he had that name. I thought it played out perfect, and it really got the internet going crazy. Like people were speculating on so much, and this also helped feed into the House of M because 
like, oh my god, they're bringing mutants back and all this. And right, well, House of M did have Quicksilver so well. as a character, and it also had Professor X and stuff, so it did play into that universe. I don't think it worked as well, though. To me, it was more of a distraction, and <laughs> it, when you look at the series as a whole, um, yeah, you can read into it, you can come up with theories and stuff, but it, 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 it distracted from what was going on more enough to where... Only if I, you knew. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's that. That was part of the thing, and too is is I think a lot of people were, you know, they they every, if they had put any other actor in there other than the original, it would have raised questions of oh recasting. But because they put the specific guy that was uh, Quicksilver in another genre, it opened up the just troll flood forever. There was something and I thought really it worked out great. I thought it was, about it. I mean, it was fun to talk about for a yeah. while. I just I'm not sure if I. People are still talking about it. They still are like, oh my god, it means that. It's, I, and, and some people are so mad that you know it turned out that he was just an actor and all this and oh, it's 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 great to hear all this sure. stuff. It's hilarious. Um, I, I I love that part and uh, it, it made me laugh a lot. And, and so one of the things that was really cool with that is you know he he played kind of the crazy uncle. You know, and it starts after that, you know, very special episode, the drunk uncle and all that in a lot of tropes. Yeah. And I, I think it worked out great. Um, but then we, after that, we also get the next uh, sitcom that they really play off, which is really easy to tell if, if you've ever watched TV in the last 10 years is Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, well, I never really you know, watched it, that show. It's always been on my list. I've just never really gotten around to it. But it's, have you not watched any episodes of it? Though? Like I've seen pieces here and there. I've never watched. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I've never can't watched it like full episode all the way through. But I mean, I've seen episodes. I've seen episodes too. Um, but yeah, for sure, the video camera was the definite giveaway, though. Yeah, and the kids and and, 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 just also, the, and the, 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 the kids talking, talking directly to the uh, the kids mm. breaking the fourth wall and speaking directly to the yep. Yep. to the audience. Yeah. Well, and also um, later, which later I, I, like episode eight, I think they actually show her watching it when Vision comes into her bedroom the first time uh, after. Oh uh, yeah, right. yeah. After her brother dies or something, I think uh, when they're doing flashbacks. Or, yeah. Where yep. Agnes is forcing the. Which flashbacks. I. Uh, you know, it, well, okay, and then the last one we, uh, you know, there was Malcolm in the Middle. Like, I can't remember they said one other uh, in that genre, and then we got the last one, which was um, episode seven or eight, where we get. Um, Modern Family, yeah. um, Office, and they, there was one other one they had mentioned. I can't remember right now. Which I, I, I this is gonna shock everybody. I've actually never watched The Office. Like I, I don't even think either, I've seen actually. a whole episode. Either one? You've never watched the British or the American version? No. no. Oh my God. Such it always show. looked annoying to me. I well, that's what I hear, and I, and I hear a lot of people, and I just it's one of those. I'll say that I started. The first episode, the first episode of The Office, there is, and you know, you've, you've, the, the statute of limitations has expired on uh, spoiler alerts here, but there's, <laughs> there's, there's a, a joke in the first episode where Jim, who is one of the main characters, and Dwight, who's like his nemesis through the entire show, he puts all of his stuff, he keeps putting all of his stuff in jello and putting it on his desk. And it's just like this thing. It's like his stapler, his whatever. Like all this stuff is just in Jello, and he's just like, man. By it. Jim's like, I don't know what happened. Like, he's just so nonchalant about it. And I think that would draw you. You should just watch the first episode because I think that I've heard great would draw you in about it. Yeah. Well, it, and I started thinking about this because when I listen, I was listening to other people talk about. Uh, I listened to another podcast that they were do, talking binge-worthy shows, and Office was one of them. Stuff. 
I quit watching like sitcoms and, and shows like that probably mid 90s, maybe a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, you know, once I had kids, we didn't really watch them. You know, it was like there was so much else going on. It just didn't become where yeah. when I was growing up, it was that was what we did is yeah. we sit and watch shows. But it wasn't really what we did with our kids. You know, it was a lot more like run, 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 eat dinner, go to bed. You know, run, 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 eat dinner, go to bed. And it was never, you know, it wasn't, right, we're all going to sit down. At, for me, it wasn't until like season three, I think I started watching it when Jim and Pam fad became a, a big thing. And then yeah. I started bonding with my daughter over it. She would watch it. I would watch it. And so, so we've, yeah. she's a huge fan and I've, I've, I've Wait, watched them, all of it as well. So I, I, I was unaware of the fandom until we went to a convention about four years ago and they had like five or six of the actors from the office none of the big not not like steve carell is it steve carell who's on it yeah not steve none Carole. of the big names or, but or rain wilson been, uh, and... yeah rain wilson or, i know or, they uh, had like pam i forget who plays her but yeah a pretty... bunch of the the people who just did that and and that's kind of it and um it was crazy because it's like you know it's a science fiction convention mostly so people were running <laughs> around in starfleet uniforms and uh, you know, X-wing fighter uniforms and everything, and then there's like a group of like 200 people in colored shirts, ties, and Dunder Mifflin name tags, and it does. It <laughs> has its all... own lore that can kind of draw out the same yeah, sort of it, nerd following. That's great. <laughs> and and they're all and it's all they're all kind of like in they're all like in beige, yeah, beige yeah, yeah. outfits and brown, and so you could spot them in groups, and it was just like. I'm like, I had no idea yeah. this existed. <laughs> it was Ricky, so weird. Ricky, Ger- Ricky Gervais wasn't there from the from the British office. No, no, this was this was it. not that big a convention. We the, you the talk biggest... about <laughs> talk about the Jello. I mean, that was verbatim from the from the British. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, it was almost exactly. the script, yeah, yeah. It was almost a direct lift from the same script. The yep, first season, in fact, they almost they the 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 American office almost ended after the first season because. Uh, it didn't. It didn't work for audiences. They had to kind of change the character of Michael, Michael Scott, uh, to be a little bit more. You, you know, he had to be a little bit more redeemable. Whereas the first season, as well as, <laughs> as, well as Ricky Gervais in in the British one, you just really kind of despise. He's just kind of a creep, and and uh, yeah. um, they 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 brought something out of him that made him much more likable, even though he's a bumbling idiot. <laughs> so that, that's the thing about British shows. They they seem to. I guess British audiences have a have an easier time watching a character who's just really awful in every respect, yeah. and American audiences won't put up with that for too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, All right. So guys, let's get let's so, get back. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. I'll I'll digress. Sorry. Go, no. 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 <laughs> go ahead. No. You, I was going to say start for me. Since we're digressing on on shows. Um, have you guys seen the show? Because it always reminds me. It's like one of those shows that's just like hilarious, but it's always lowly watched or, or, or not watched that much. Um, the Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret. I've heard, never have you heard, heard it. Oh, I, you I've guys heard have of it. I haven't seen out. it. Yeah, it's um, Will Arnett's in it. David Cross is in it. Um, it's, it's so yeah, funny. It's David about Cross. this. Yeah, he's hilarious in this, but... I'll I'll send you guys a link. It it just every time I think of the office and the conversion from British to American humor, I don't think this was a British show to start with, but 
there's so many people you'll watch this. you will be like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy. Right. Like the, page, <laughs> the page from 30 Rock is in it. Um, that, I forget his name. Uh, but yeah, there's so many great. I'll send you it's guys. Felix. Like, <laughs> yeah, you should check. You should. This this show is so funny, and it's like cringeworthy too, based on the nice. title. I mean, <laughs> the increasingly important decisions of Todd Margaret. It's just hilarious. So I know that that All right. we we've talked about six episodes, the six little sitcoms that you know within the mm-hmm. series of nine episodes, but they actually had a seventh um, with uh, once they revealed Agatha. She has her own right. theme song, and the, oh, they they do the whole thing. Yeah. So in my opinion, I think the there's monsters. like there's like seven uh, <laughs> series, and and I think that's kind of interesting because you, what was the what was the uh, house on what was the horror series that we watched the house on Hill House or something. Uh, oh, the haunting, the haunting, haunting of Hill House. House, which was talked about the the seven stages of grief, and uh, you, where there's different episodes that play off a different stage of grief um, that was built into that series. Well, here they have seven seven episodes in a sense, and grief is a big part of that. So I'm wondering if if you can kind of look at those different different sitcoms and kind of tie that in. Ding 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 well. ding. Steve gets it. Uh-oh. <laughs> you get it. They, no, they talked about that. So one of the things I, I I heard in a different podcast, one of the people were talking about, and this was um, another good good podcast. I was I was I'm, I'm actually in the middle of. It's called Still Watching. And uh, it's done by Vanity Fair people and stuff like that. And they um, they go and they get uh, interviews with people from the show and stuff like that. And they go to some deep dives. They get some comic book stuff into it. Uh, one of the things they brought up was that, and I think it was uh, Kevin Feige actually talked about, that the big bad in this, right, the, the true villain was grief, yeah. was was Wanda's grief. And, and they talked about how... Um, can't remember exactly which episodes were what but it started off with like the denial and and the anger and and it goes through all the different stages and and didn't we didn't they didn't go all through all of them but they were talking about how they did touch a little bit on disbelief and anger and and questioning and 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 you know reversing stuff and i was like man that's that's really cool and so they did put that in there did they vision it's not it's not in your face in there Vision, when he's consoling, uh, I think this is that scene when, when she's watching Malcolm in the middle and he comes and sits down next to her on the bed and he's consoling her. He says that line that just gave me goosebumps when he said, what is grief if not love persevering? And which right. I, I think she just locked into that. And I thought that was so well scripted. Um, and to me, that's... It's, it's beautiful. You know, you know, you talked about at the beginning, this series being kind of a love letter to... to to sitcoms i think it's that on its kind of its surface but deep down yes. i think i think it's it's how you cope with grief and what uh what a platform for for exploring oh, it's that all that yeah. and more this this yeah. is like a four or five course meal it, it starts with some sitcoms gets into some mental health does with some <laughs> grief deals with some love deals with some just are they really bad are they really not i mean it, there's there's so many th- things in this it's 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 ridiculous and they did some great jobs i mean and then you you know we talk about some of the we've we mentioned of some of the the other characters you know we had agent Wu, yeah. right we get darcy back Darcy's right back, yeah. and and you know she's no longer you know a bumbling uh uh political science student she's now a a doctor in uh astrophysics which kind of threw me a little bit i'm like how did that switch happen but i mean i'll, I'll give her the credit you know she she got messed up with Thor and 
wanted to find out where that came from so she she switched her life up you know it was the it was the guns that got her you know brought her in she had to find out where they came from so and then you know thinking about it, it it's like 10 years from ragnar or not ragnarok but uh thor uh dark world so she had time enough to kind of switch up and, and then get to you know to that yeah she likely so, didn't uh, didn't go get away with the go away with the snap because if she were able to get a whole new degree no no she didn't okay <laughs> so that monica brought up did. another thing monica did that was a that okay so yeah i had an issue with that scene um the whole returning from the snap thing right and it wasn't that they i thought it was perfectly done visually i i loved how they brought her back like the the un you know, dusting, whatever kind of thing was really cool. And then they have everybody going crazy in the, in the, in the hospital, which I admit there would probably been some confusion, but it was a little, little too crazy. Like everybody that was already there wouldn't have been so like, Oh my God, what's, you know? And then the doctor that talks to her, like, where'd you go? You know, and, and kind of like it, it just, it, there's, there's some parts of it that just didn't seem like it, 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 well, it was probably the poorest candle to yeah. me. Does anybody know what happens when, I mean, were they just stricken from, I mean, I guess, I guess. The, the they thing, say you know, it, it, the it, it's, well, about well, it remember far from home. From, remember far from yeah, home, the band did. shows up in the middle of the, of the, right. of the basketball game, basketball game or something like that. And right. Like, do you return right thing? where you were? Yeah. So they're stricken. It's, it's obviously there's, so to think about this, I hadn't really considered this before, but it's like. It's almost like the Marvel Universe is saying there's no such thing as heaven, or the people just didn't die and they were just erased from existence. Like they were just the frozen. They were frozen in time, but they they didn't age. They didn't do nothing. They just that's were... not what. But that's not what Thanos wanted. Like Thanos' goal was not to just have them frozen in time. Thanos' goal was to kill them, yeah, and he them from he, existence. So if he, he had struggled. the power, he could do that. But why right. would they be frozen in? I mean, I can understand. See, that I don't, they because here, I can understand that they didn't age, but the fact that the fact go, that you know, there's the belief. Yeah, in the I got Christian the answer. Faith. Well, we got the I time got the stone as part of the Infinity Stone, so time isn't played. So here. he snapped him out of existence, so they right. ceased to exist. Tony snapped him back, so right. you go from one snap to the other. Literally, right. their lives went. They're gone. They're back. No time in between for them. So they didn't Five die. years in between time. So they don't no. die. They he what what Tony did was unsnap him. He said reverse what he did, but the thing was is time had changed yeah, outside yeah, yeah, no, of that. that. So, so they guess, came back right where they were. So then, which so brought then, up a hilarious thing, and I'll bring up right. We got to go back to our episode from last week because this is all about entropy, right? You're done. Right, oh, you well, <laughs> well, but here's the thing, right? So, but but here's here's the question I have then. So all of, you know, if you're a Christian, right, you you get to go to heaven and, and get forgiveness and, and live eternally and all that kind of stuff. So like all these, all these, but what all is the eternity? That were... Eternity is timeless here. We're dealing with time, right? But if you cease to exist, if you're snapped out of existence, like you don't like you've been a good Christian your whole life, right? And you're snapped out of existence. You don't get to live eternally in heaven. You just cease to exist. So it's like so, you don't okay, get but you don't he, get the, 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 the reward, I guess, is the wrong word. I I, I think I think the MCU is does not really get into religion like that. There's not a lot of bunch of mega churches. I know they don't, but how can they not? They get into I, other I, religions. Well, okay. 
<laughs> I mean, see, that's it. I mean, they're 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 you Norse know, gods or aliens. No, they're they're not real gods. That. I'll give you that. Um, I disagree no. with that. <laughs> I, they're not real gods. No, you're right though. <laughs> no, they're aliens. That's how they're talked about. Yes, I agree. It, I mean, she, they, she's 100% in Marvel. They talk about uh, Asgard as beings as not being gods, but being aliens. Okay. But they're wrong. They're the Norse gods. Marvel is. Anyways, uh, no, what I was going to say is, um, it, yeah, uh, it, it had to do with the snap. They, they basically stopped. They stopped being part of the world, and then they came back right where it was, which someone brought up is like, so you, you come back right to where you were. So you just happen to be, you know, making love at that point. Oh, you know, this. you're going right. at I heard it. That. You, you, I heard you that go on away. my podcast, too. <laughs> so, someone comes, someone someone else moves into the house. They're laying down on the bed, you know, sleeping or whatever, and right. snap, you're back in, and you just come back in, pow. <laughs> right. like... you're, you're, you're right, exactly. You're having sex with somebody. You get snapped out of existence while you're having sex. You come yeah. back. There's somebody completely having... different in the bed. <laughs> Or what if they built a new, new, new house on the space where you snapped out of existence? Right. Well, and now it's actually like a locked I closet. I will or a, say this: or I, in, I cannot wait till we wall. get to Endgame to talk <laughs> about the flaws. I mean, Noah, Noah, Noah had a heyday with the flaws last week on Tenant, <laughs> but I will say this: that, that I got some I, flaws for this one too. <laughs> I will, I will talk about the Endgame flaws, like just. Well, here's the Russo brothers. No end. Russo brothers have actually addressed this, and they said because. They didn't care, and they just wanted to. Oh, no. Like, what do you mean? Because, like, they're like, because Tony Stark is a super genius, he would have accounted for that. That so would be like bring everybody genius. back to where they were, yeah. except for the people who were like on ladders or in airplanes, and then bring them someplace right. safe. Well, that's true. And, <laughs> and, Tony is not not that smart. He would have not have thought of that. He's not Jim Carrey. He's not Jim Carrey from uh, what movie is that? Uh, where he's God. Where he's gone. Oh, yeah. you know, um, Steve Carell did the uh, sequel, yeah. Oh, yeah. Almighty, Almighty. Yeah, Bruce Almighty. Bruce. Bruce? Yeah. He's not, yeah. Bruce he's Almighty. Not, he's not Jim Carrey for Bruce Almighty. <laughs> I, love, oh. I love the scene with the dog in there. He's like peeing. <laughs> and then uh, Jennifer Harrison, are my boobs bigger? I don't know what you're talking about. Huh? <laughs> Those are great. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, I can't even remember where we were. Okay, what we're going back to... We're... Back to Monica in the hospital. You were right, saying, we were talking, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the blip. I mean, you got it. You got to figure like people who had been in hospital bed. Like suddenly, there's hospital beds with two people in them, and there's I, yeah. double, there's extra babies in the nursery, and there's you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it would have created some confusion, but the way they were acting was just like like they didn't understand at all what was going on, and and the, it was the doctor who said, you know, she's like, where did you go? Which to me. I would have thought after five years, because they, uh, the Avengers at, at that time had talked about what happened, right? They had talked, you know, it would yeah. have come out, right? They, they, yeah. they talk about the blip and all that. So well, I, 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 I think, I, I think people knew that they had finished, but they didn't know what happened to them. Right. You know, did they, I, were I they dead? That. Were they someplace else? Were they, you know, in some, it just was one of, it was one of the, the scenes that I, I cared at least for, although I understood what it was because it brought her character back. And, you know, and then it was like three weeks later, she was back at S.W.O.R.D. and ready to work, which I, I'm fine with her coming back from the blip, but her mom died. They didn't yeah. give her any chance to to deal with her yeah, grief. Yeah, but 
kind of talked about that. Like, you're the first one back. And he's, the guy said, he's like, you're the first one back, and it doesn't surprise me. And then he says, but kind of like, you're not ready to go back. I, I agree. It's I hard to kind of judge that. It's like, what do you say? Should it have been five weeks? Would that have been a more mourning? Or I, I mean, based on what you said, Noah, uh, you, you don't seem to think three weeks is enough time. Yeah, but she didn't seem to have any ill effect. Like I, I don't so, know. I mean, I guess I, think, I guess certain people probably work through their grief. Well, this whole series and I, and I is that. about the ill effect of losing someone close to you. So I don't think the series and is they never do and, and they I, never show that her dealing with it. I thought they did. I thought they I did. didn't think they. I didn't think they did with her, with her mom at all. That's no, where I, I, well, was, I'm, I'm talking about the whole series as far as from Wanda's point. I mean, of she didn't she didn't yeah. mention her mother. She didn't mention her mother specifically, but like some people work through their grief by throwing themselves into other things, which I, I, I agree that with that was the sense you... I got. And and also where she was very reckless, like there when Darcy's like, oh. I can't send you through again. It's changing you. She's like, I don't care. Send me through again. This is, you know, I have okay. to do this. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give and you then, that. And also, that, that... and also when she was like, I'm the only one who can talk to Wanda. She was taking it yeah. personally. Like, <laughs> like, so I... You there? You good there, Bo? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, so I, I, get trying, you, I get I you. I get you. I have a mouse sitting here that's not connected. It's connected to my other computer, and I keep trying to use oh. it to move the mouse on the screen. <laughs> Why would you do happens. that? Why would you do that? That's just... <laughs> Utter force of habit. Dragon it's like there's scene. a mouse there. You just put your hand down. Yeah. Like something's going to move. I know. Just like throw it 10 feet away so you no longer have to, <laughs> have to see it. So you're right, though. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there was there was some other issues with, with her talking. And, and I can't remember. I was trying to write some of this stuff down as I was listening to it, which was difficult because I'm at work and I'm in the middle of working. And it's like, oh, i got to pull out some paper and write this down. And I keep forgetting to do it. Uh, you need a kudos because I, I try this with Noah. I try to convince him of certain things, my perspective. And I, I, I'm not used to him, uh, like, finally agreeing. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I'm no good at it, maybe. So, <laughs> no, no. It, I... <laughs> Okay, so here, here's here's why I, I give into this one, and and it's a little personal information on me. Is uh, my mother died when I was young? I was 17. My mother was murdered, and oh my gosh. I dealt with it very interestingly in the fact that I I cried for about an hour. I packed it up, I hid it away, and I didn't deal with it afterwards. And so I can see the same effect. Now, why I say that I. I think, and this is why I think I, she didn't deal with it, is that actually wasn't me dealing with it, and it came back in bad cases later on. And when you say that, yeah, she was reckless and things like that, that makes more sense because she wasn't being what she wasn't thinking logically a lot. So that's why I was like, okay, I, I can I can see that, and that that comes from my own experience with it. Um, bottling up emotions and stuff like that is not always the best thing. Uh, it's probably never the best thing or or never a good thing so that's why i i I can i can say and change my mind and steve's right yeah i usually don't let him change my mind on a lot of things (laughs) so um yeah but anyways um so the blip thing was there that got rambo and 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 this is great because it, it 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 got our trio going right our our woo our darcy and and rambo which is really cool because it sets up Rambo for her next movie and be in the Marvels. 
and and she becomes um, the character Photon, um, which they really played up because her you know they showed the plaque of her mom and her mom's middle name was Photon, which was her her uh, pilot handle, which I thought you know works out cool. And she was the character in the comics, uh, which at some point. Um, she went by Captain Marvel also, which I think is why the Marvel, why it's called Marvels now, is because she's part of that. So that might be something. Um, Darcy coming back, I thought was really cool. I, I've always liked the character of Darcy, and I think she did a really good job. I love the fact that with what she did do, you know, she had her snarkiness and, and stuff like that, and she had some some good quips. And she's also the the real person in this, right? She's the one that almost gets to cuss. <laughs> like there's there's at least three three things that I can see where she like uh, she's about to call uh, d- uh, director Dick um, something and all of a sudden it like yeah he's a, and then it goes uh, voices over to the other person called a terrorist and then uh, right when she gets uh, the when they when Wanda extends the the hex and she gets caught and it's right up to her she's like oh. F- and it goes right into you know she's about to say oh fuck but then it covers her up and stuff i gotta say about that was great so i think she did about darcy i really enjoy her character i thought i enjoyed her in two broke girls so that was a series that my wife and i watched for a little while um um i find though she is she is a she is very limited in in kind of the character she plays because even yeah. when she, even when she went into the uh the hex you know and she became kind of the circus person she was just the exact, she wasn't much different no and and yeah. so she doesn't really have much range she just has kind of a character have you ever seen she, her in house bunny is it the same she's thing completely different no she's completely different in house bunny but then i got okay good do you think, I, I, I do you think that. that's the writers just seeing her is that kind of a person or do you think do you think that's her as an actress well, the, I, now that you say she's different in another role that I'm not familiar with, I'm anxious to see that just because I, I, I'd like to see her kind of have a little bit more uh, uh, range. I think it's I think it's kind of it's a it's a combination. Um, she she doesn't have as much range as a lot of actors. Uh, I mean, do. I mean, she's she's uh, honed in is... on something that I really enjoy. I do like her as a as a character actor playing that that role. But uh, but it just doesn't seem like I've seen anything else from is... from that 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 actress this is kind of what we were talking about last time with agents of shield with um uh bobby and you were saying she mm-hmm. sort of played the you know she's the tough blonde the strong female yeah yeah uh and she was kind of playing same character in orville and it's you know i think sometimes when actors are not real real big names and can't they they kind of tend to get slotted into one particular right. uh, type. And I think that yeah. right now her type is the, you know, the sassy, the sassy side kind of. Yeah, uh, she probably, she probably gets roles, roles and she reads it and she's like, they just want me to play who I always play. And she probably rolls her eyes, yeah. but she needs to survive. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's I really mean, yeah, you got to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, I saw an interview with, uh, oh, geez, um, Ellen Pompo. Pompano, the star of Grey's Anatomy. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I can't, I always can't do her last name, but when she, when she was going to be on Grey's Anatomy, it was like, like, oh, I don't want to be on another, um, you know, medical drama. Like it's never going to go anywhere or whatever and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, it's like, just give it a shot, you know, it's a paycheck. Like he's get paid for the pilot. <laughs> 
you know, that kind of a thing or whatever. It's like, Isn't it only going like 20 years now or something? It's like 18 seasons or yeah. something. Yeah. Ridiculously. <laughs> it's had a spinoff. It's had Private Practice was a spinoff of it. There's another show, like a fire show. They're trying to do like the Chicago Fire, Chicago. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. They're trying to do some stuff like that and do some spinoffs that she's on on that. So it's like, yeah. I mean, she's obviously, I mean, she was probably like, crashing on couches before <laughs> Grey's Anatomy came out and during this interview they're like walking around her palatial mansion in Malibu like it's like yeah she did okay for herself like breaking out of her character kind of a yeah. thing but you know it's like they, you know, it's Hollywood like things don't always come along when you hope they're going to come along I mean, yeah the only, the only sometimes... person they give diverse roles to is Meryl Streep and other than that you're stuck with <laughs> right. the female I mean, the female trope that yeah you're yeah from, yeah from what i've heard like agents agencies try and have particular types so yeah. like when they you know they'll get uh a casting notice and they'll say okay we need uh a tough guy and it's you know white male in his 30s who uh kind of like a uh, police lieutenant type and they're like okay, and they go and they're like okay here's our six police lieutenant types and you know yeah. so you know there's uh there there was a there was a movie called that guy in that thing Have, oh interesting I, you know that one and it's it's all people no, who I, play I like it's, what, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's people that you see over and over in tvs and movies in the and, same <laughs> and so they do, so they do they, profiling that's what you're saying so they gotta yeah and they had a woman and and she's and uh really she seemed like a really nice lady and 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 she's like yeah i went to juilliard and she's like in my career i've played 37 nurses and you know because she's she's a little hispanic lady and it's like people look at her and it's like you look like a nurse you know yeah. that's funny <laughs> well, that's like that's like uh swingers that scene in swingers where uh um uh, vince vaughn and um geez he's still the marble stuff uh, and John I, Favreau. I, yeah, John Favreau, right? They're in the trailer with the two girls that they brought back from the casino. And he's telling the story about how he's on an after school special. And he's like, at the time, he's like 20 years old. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, we really liked how you presented it, but you're supposed to be the like 13 year old brother or something. Like that. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what do you like? Why am I even here then? Kind of a thing. And it's like, it's so like Holly- you're saying, yeah. like, is, yeah. Hollywood definitely feeds into stereotypes, and sure. and and I, I gotta say too, sure. I, you know, there's there's this accent that we're all familiar with when we we say, oh, it's a Boston accent, oh, it's a it's a Midwest <laughs> accent or something like that. Yeah. But then people say, well, what's that? What's the what's an American accent? What's a traditional American accent? And it's that Hollywood, Hollywood. accent that that just everyone talks to by default, talks talks right. like default, and it's usually. You know the way I the way I'm familiar with my own talking. I don't think I have an accent, but really I've got, I guess I've got a California accent if there is one. Uh, I don't but, think but there is. I, but I, I'm I near say, Hollywood. I'm, I'm yeah, you do. Hollywood, so I, I don't think there's a California accent. Well, I mean that's I, the way, and maybe that's because I grew up on the East Coast. Even but, growing, growing there's up an LA Coast. accent. But I, I think have so many people are, are familiar with it's a... with how people talk in Hollywood. That kind of that normal talk if you live in the vicinity of hollywood you talk the way i talk so i basically don't have an accent because you base your right. your uh, traditional accent on I, what you see on tv that's that's all i'm trying I, to say I, I, but i mean i disagree i don't think there's an accent i think there's terminology that people in california and particularly southern sure. california use versus northern california hell I yeah mean, there's there's a hella there's a hella <laughs> slang, slang, slang yeah. that people use up in northern california but uh 
it's it's and slang and things like that, yeah. right? And you know, the one hundred one versus the one hundred one versus one hundred one, or John, like, you know, yeah, the freeway. You know, I I, I don't think I ever said. Uh, uh, you know, I went on the freeway until I moved to California because people, you know, it's like back there, it's like the turnpike or the highway. I mean, that's the only thing you drive on. And people are like, what the hell is a turnpike? And it's like, you know, whatever. Diamond. I was just going to ask that. <laughs> a, turn, a turnpike A turnpike is a, so, you know, we have like, uh, they're starting to have a North I thought it was California. a Viking weapon. Yeah, right. <laughs> so a turnpike, a turnpike is a toll road, but it's a solely a toll road. It's there's no there's no option. a toll like, road. So like so a toll road, as you know, like there's they're they're setting up these lanes, like in Northern California, they're all over down here in Southern California, where you can yeah, drive absolutely. in these lanes. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about, right? So yeah, just I, imagine, I was just giving you some shit. Okay, yeah. so the whole road. It's a three lane, it's a six lane road, three in each direction, right? It's a six lane road that's toll from, it goes from like east to west and north to south, right, Nina? Is that pretty much? Yeah. yeah so there's one that goes east to west, one that goes north to south, and get, you pay, you get, you get a ticket. Do you still get a ticket or is it electronic now? Still, here's the thing. If you can, you can get the, um, you can get the pass, mm -hmm. but if you don't have a pass, you go through... If you have a pass stuck to your windshield, just like fast track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast. fast pass. You go. You drive through a gate. Get onto the road. If you have the fast pass, you just drive right through. If you don't, you stop and it, you get this little ticket. It says where you got on. Then it has the prices for, for all how of much the it exits. costs based on where you get off. Holy based on how God. you get off. Right. So if you go like, <clears throat> so if you go like just one or two exits it might be a dollar or two but if you go like from one end to the other it's like 16 dollars well when yeah, i like went from what i went in like italy too i think that's i remember driving yeah, yeah. So, so so then when, when i went so when, you, when i drove out when i drove out to pennsylvania when i drove out to california from from maryland it took me on the pennsylvania turnpike that basically went the entire length of the state and it was like 34 dollars or something like that to yeah. drive all Holy the way across crap. the state yeah but I mean, it's, it's a like five-hour drive. Miles. Yeah, it's like a five-hour drive. But you you have to understand something about Pennsylvania, Noah. Pennsylvania is stranded in the fifties. That's <laughs> the problem with Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's like they still have state stores. You can't buy more than a six-pack at a bar. If you want to get a case of beer, you have to go to a beer distributor. You can't buy liquor anywhere but a state store that's like licensed by the state. It's it's trapped in the fifties. So that's what you have to understand about Pennsylvania. I'm surprised they allow gas-powered cars on these roads. But do they have I'm like a, they don't make a you drive buggy only lane? They, like a buggy only lane uh, where you got a horse and buggy? If you're, in, if you're <laughs> driving through Lancaster, If you're yes. driving through Blue Balls or Intercourse, then yes, you will have to be in a <laughs> horse carriage only Wait. lane. <laughs> those two, those in, two don't make sense. They're towns in it's, Pennsylvania. Are they right next to each other? They're are in they the separated same, they're in the same like, county? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> river. As, you, as you go down the road in like they're a divider, they got a divider. They're separated by foreplay. It's like Blue Balls, Pennsylvania, foreplay, Pennsylvania, and Intercourse, Pennsylvania. I'm still I mean, stuck on really, on Turnpike being a Viking torture weapon. You know, I, Par <laughs> Paradise, Bird in Hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I have one back in the garage. Hacking. <laughs> when Andrew's, That's funny. Andrew's parents for a while lived in a uh, retirement community out in Lancaster. And let me tell you, coming up behind a buggy in the dark. Yeah. I mean, because they're going like eight miles an hour. You're doing like 50. 
you come up on them and you don't see them until your headlights bounce off the little tri the little reflective the little triangle on the back yeah. and you're suddenly yeah. like holy shit it's a buggy and you go yeah. around them and the horse it, they're huge horses yeah so you oh, go yeah. by so this horse is towering over you here's the hilarious thing you go to walmart you went we went to the walmart in their town and they have a place in the parking lot for the horses for buggies on I actually want to do I want to do that that, have, that sounds like such a like fucking a, adventure it is. I think we got and some they, chaos magic going off going on with this they, podcast here. and they had like I know right thing. exactly <laughs> like all over the place the wheels yeah. are off the bus <laughs> yeah they had this the they buggy had this, they have this shelter for the horses and they have like a a trough there full of water you that's can, fucking cool like it's the wild west. Well, it's, it's kind of like a Tesla Walmart. station in California. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a Tesla station very in similar. California. Very similar. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, just to show, hey. I would love to. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's get All back right. to Wanda because, whoa. Yes. Um, so there was a couple things. Um, I was just curious. Uh, there was a ton of theories that came out on this show uh, as it was going through because um, everybody wants to just weed it down to this is this is, you know, Marvel, they're throwing info at us all. It, it's all leading up to something. I, um, I'm curious on what you guys uh, had heard. Um, some of the ones I had heard about was like um, Mophistus. Mophistus? I can't even Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto was was the big bad, and, and everybody kept seeing him and everything. You know, like Ag Agnes's uh, bunny, um, Sir Scratchy, or, or, you know, he was going to be the big bad. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff about potentially Doctor Strange showing up and all these other things. And I was just curious on what other things you might have heard um, or thought on your own. Like, I, I kept, I have a hard time turning my brain off on shows anymore, especially since we started doing this podcast. Uh. Um, and, and so I know I thought of things like going forward, like, oh, what's this going to be? What's this going to be? What's this going to be? And so I was just kind of curious what you guys. I really liked with. how they explored the Mind Stone and how they kind of tied it together to uh, to Wanda and her ability to kind of recreate Vision with her own exposure to the Mind Stone. Because that, that's, I mean, they, they really oh, laid yeah. out how that's how the Hydra experiments all came from Loki's scepter, which was the Mind Stone. So she, in a sense, already had that, that power within her to recreate Vision even though the mind stone was ripped out of his his head, and, and you know that was the missing piece, um, I I didn't listen to podcasts, so I don't know what theories were out there. But but I I and I I wasn't sure if that was just something that just kind of fell into their lap. Like here was that always the reason why Vision and Wanda were were a couple in the comics? Was it because they were both tied to the white mind stone, or was it was it just kind of? I don't even think it. I don't even think the mind stone was part yeah. of the comics at all. Okay. That's just that yeah, the, MCU thing. I don't think so mind, either. Yeah, I would agree. My, the mind, yeah, in the in the comics, um, Wanda and her brother were were mutants. Yeah, the whole thing that they were the result of like Hydra experiments that that's strictly MCU. Well, certainly so, in the end, you know. Season, oh, really? Episode yeah. episode okay. nine with uh, with the 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 you know Lieutenant Dick or whatever his name was uh, creates <laughs> you know he releases the white vision and uh, it's Director Dick Director Dick okay. <laughs> Director Dick <laughs> and uh, and or acting uh, Director Dick actually and then Wanda's exact. vision restores uh, Director acting Director Dick's vision <laughs> the memories and and then 
finally that vision goes off and and you think okay well there there is going to be another vision because uh sh you know she is still in possession of her own. i don't know is he, is is he vision or is he cataract well she's absorbed enough of the mind stone to be able to 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 you know she brought him back in that world of of uh you know in in her own wandavision hex world uh, so so right. I, I bet that that that's not the end. I th you know when he said that, you know we we've said goodbye before and we've seen each other afterwards. I think that was foreshadowing. So I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I, I didn't actually see theories. But I, I I locked into that at the end that they they tried to tie that kind in of in a roundabout way. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 that was actually when the when the two visions were having their discussion about the ship of Theseus. Mm -hmm. That's right. what that was all Which about. Is fascinating. I liked that. Was, I liked that. that it was, was like great. a mind game that they were trying to. It was, they were using well, logic, mean, logic to try to try to drive the. Well, the, the, that's how the battle ended. Yeah. Uh -huh. They they had this little bit of battle and then it ended with a lot, which was like awesome. Which is another cool thing to think about Very too. The, the right the the story of the the um, ship of Theseus. It's like it makes you think like oh damn right okay uh, you know i started i know i started thinking about that afterwards like oh yeah what does that mean perfect um yeah i i thought that was great too i <laughs> i want to bring it up real quick too the fact that the the program to bring back vision and he comes back as as a milky white is a uh, program cataract which is you know basically <laughs> a uh uh i uh, what do they call it an eye deformity or or you know a vision deformity and it's a causes a milky whiteness over the eye i'm like oh come on that's too too on the nose vision perfect I, th good. I thought that's it was good. great <laughs> yeah i mean someone's like well what are we gonna call this well let's call it cataract so i think i think the new white vision should be called just called cataract <laughs> captain cataract or or something like that i think that'd be great he was creepy looking too. He almost looked like he was digitally created. The way his mouth moved, I thought maybe they might have generated him in a computer, but it may yeah. have just been the makeup or something. I don't know. I know, I know again from that making of show that Vision was sort of digitally enhanced. Like it was Vision like, in general or the, the that, cataract? Or the act, actor, both of them. Okay. Vision and, and White Vision. Um, they the actor was playing it and he had a costume on but it was sort of like enhanced digitally to make him look a little like uh, it was funny because like the behind the scenes the, the things that were over his ears were not there they like erased his ears digitally oh you're kidding it's, it was it was it was hilarious because he's like in the in the makeup and the costume and everything and his these human ears are just sticking out the side. And <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta watch so, that now. What is that assembled or something like? Is assembled, yeah. Okay. It's it's just it's just one hour. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of details and they talk to all the the actors and everything. But yeah, so he was not a hunt. He was not a hundred percent. It was not all practical effects. There was it was like a combination of practical effects and costume and digital enhancements so to speak so so which made him look really kind of cool and creepy <laughs> yeah they still got to use the same old costumes during their halloween episode they all dressed up uh, i i thought the halloween <laughs> episode was great i really i, yeah, I, I really so loved too. that i totally did i i and, agree you know the sorry go ahead oh um oh one i love seeing them in the 
the costumes and that but then they explained that they weren't that it's like oh no i'm dressed as a sokovian fortune teller <laughs> and it's like well i know you like the the luchadores and you know and, the wrestlers but yeah. and, and then the two kids were dressed as their characters from young avengers yeah um, speed and wiccan wiccan yeah but even quicksilver dressed up as kind of his old yeah and you know, and that was all cool, the old but, school yeah but then when they um then the whole thing where vision like left left them alone and like went to explore the town that was stuff there was very unnerving especially like uh <laughs> when 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 pietro's like oh where'd all these kids come from wanda where have you been hiding them like and you're like oh yeah where were all the kids and then they revisit that at the end when Adi, uh the blonde uh right. housewife is like can you please let my daughter out of her room i just want to hold her and it's yeah. just and you're like and, oh my god yeah and this is <laughs> no you were talking about that the the podcast you watched where they try to defend um defend yeah. director dick the and, villain was and, right um and and it's true i was watching it and it's like her motivation, I get it. It's it. There's something that's deep and, and emotional and pure about it. But she's still doing something wrong. And anyone that has to deal with this has to has to come in. It, it, it's just like we look at our police force, and sometimes you're dealing with an innocent situation, but you still have to respond with force to stop it from happening. And that's kind of what Director Dick was, at least in the first half towards the end he got a little crazy but uh but at the beginning it seemed he was a, lot a little more, crazy to begin yeah I, it seemed a lot more justified at the beginning though that that he would be suspect <clears throat> that he would that he would take precautions when the drone was sent in that you equip it with some missiles in case yeah. something gets out of hand um his motives got a little little wrong well, his, his motives were good when it was dealing with directly with wanda and trying to get the town back yeah. but also nuking the town to get it back is not necessarily the answer so i i disagreed with some of his things sure um but I, his, I almost, his whole and i almost I, wish they would have would have made it a little bit less crazy so that you know we were kind of on the on the fence on whether or not he's well, good or not so this is this is the the thing that came from the the villains was right podcast was that um agnes was not the villain that people made her out to be her whole thing was she showed up to try and figure out what was going on with the power right because she just felt the power coming from from wanda and her whole and she says it directly she goes i take the power from those that um, are undeserving and un, unknow like basically like Wanda didn't know what the hell she was doing and she's hurting a lot of people with this power that's out of control and she Agnes could was, take it from yeah. her yeah right so in a way Wanda was the big bad in this and this is this is something that really came out in some of these other podcasts I, I just recently listened to like later on that uh Wanda got away with this. Like she flies off at the end with no repercussions, right. no nothing. I mean, it's like well, she I goes into hiding. I, she goes into isolation. So and she's this is this is a speculation children. that's still going on right now. That is Wanda going to be the bad in uh, the Doctor Strange movie? She's going to be the villain. I don't see. I, mean, I don't see. She's like she's got a good heart. Like that's why she did all this, right? But that what, that's, what, that's what makes an interesting villain is the one where it's just like Thanos. You know? uh, you, you, no, no. Mm. You, you, okay. I, I disagree with that. Like, okay, okay. 
You have a good heart I because you want to bring. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. No, no, I'm. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Here's what I'm saying. This is this is this is what they're saying is she has a good heart. She wants her husband back, right? She wants Vision back because that's her love. But is that worth torturing a town of over 300 to do it for no, the good of one? It's not. No, it is. But I it's... would do it if I had her power. If I had her power, I'm gonna. And that would make right you now. bad. I'm gonna. That, no. It it well maybe okay, wait, it makes wait, wait, me wait, bad. Well, even Monica says bad, it. but does it make me a villain? So what I'm saying yes. is, so so Kelly dies. God forbid Kelly dies. God forbid. I'm gonna okay. Knock on wood here, right? I have I have uh, Wanda's powers. I I might do exactly what Wanda did. Like well, I might be a little okay. mentally unstable I, and all that. You know, she, does that make me bad? No, but Monica, she's never yeah, even yeah, has the yeah. conversation at the end with Monica, and Monica says, you know, if if I could have brought my mother back, I think I would have too, and that's her way yeah. of kind of everybody kind of making peace done it. with Wanda. All all four of us are good people, and all four of us <laughs> maybe are saying we would do exactly what Wanda did. I just and think I, does that I, make us bad then, people? I'm not saying we'd be good people though. Villains for evil's sake aren't interesting. I think villains for like when when they have motivation that you can get behind, <laughs> and then it makes an interesting story. It's more there there it re resonates more. So I'm not saying that that you know that that a villain is is I'm saying that that the villains that are that are have motivation behind what is could be evil but you know makes sense from from the heart is more interesting storytelling and I'd like to see I, I'm not saying that, that that's that, I agree with you but okay. that's not it go ahead Nina okay uh, well I don't think that she did it intentionally though I mean I I really got the sense that like she she found out that that Vision had bought this house for them and he wanted to have this happy life with her. And she was so deep in this grief and so, you know, just she so, was. Be, so yeah, beyond right. she that, she, that she's out, like, actually. I'm just going to make, she's like, you know what? I'm going to bring him back. I'm going to make our happy life. It'll be like the shows I used to watch when I was a kid that made me happy. And she did it and she her power is so great that it never even occurred to her that she was hurting right. anybody. Right think... up until the point when she goes out and she, she takes the um, drone out of the text and she throws it on the ground in front of Director Dick and his men. And she, she has her little stand-up speech and says, you guys just need to leave me alone. And they're like, well, you're, you're being a terrorist. And she's like, you guys are the ones with the guns. Now, this at first I was like, Okay, yeah, she's got a point. Then they brought it up the point. Okay, Wanda is a weapon herself, more powerful than all those guys with all their weapons all at once. And she's the one that's saying, Okay, but you're the ones with the guns. No, Wanda, you are a freaking weapon on your own, right? Now, and to, to so I think she, she knew what she was doing at that point, and that's the problem I, I have. I, I agree I don't with you. No, she did. I, I, I think, I think that's it's like you, you talk to probably. You know how many people in prison these days? They're going to have motivation behind what they're doing, and you could probably find I, out when when it was wrong. You know, and you yeah, know, they could try to defend themselves. I'm not. I'm heart. not saying she 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 didn't do what she did because she felt it, but because it, just because she felt it was right doesn't make her not uh, a villain in this. And, and to well, both points, I, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm okay, but let, let's look. <laughs> there's a difference between calling somebody a villain. And somebody who is 
struggling with some stuff. So that's the thing to to look at at this, right? Like it doesn't make you a villain. You know, it's it's. I I I go back to all four of us might do the same exact thing had we had her powers. Does that make that's us villains? Her... No, that makes us. Hold on. Point of point of tortured um, people. Perception perception can make you the villain. Now well, take the yeah, same scenario. You know, no. define my wife dies. Yeah, I'm... we're all living villain, in the same I town. I think a villain. I think a villain has to have intent. Evil intent. Well, yeah, but, but what is evil Lex intent? Lex Luthor is a villain. Okay, but I, I you don't think that a villain can be defined by someone who doesn't have evil intent but is doing wrong? You know, is doing wrong by someone? I think you can still make somebody a villain. To me, that doesn't make somebody a villain. I mean, this might just be a Webster's dictionary uh, debate. That that I'm not not a villain, but a bad guy. (laughs) Webster's no. I'm not excusing what she's doing, but I'm just saying her power is so vast and huge that I don't think she even realizes what she's doing. It's like, but I I, I think she does in a way because of the way she acts. You eat an egg salad sandwich. Are you thinking about the pain of the chickens? Ooh, Every day. Ooh, nice. I mean, you're not because <laughs> I have friends who not, I have friends who do, and so do Noah and Steve. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and the, yes, and, the chickens give us know, eggs every day. I don't think they're in pain doing it. That's no, just kind of natural. She said a chicken sandwich, not an egg salad. Did you say an no? Egg she said an egg salad. An egg salad. Okay, what, how about are a chicken you, are salad? Are you thinking sandwich? about the poor? Are you thinking about the poor, the poor chickens that weren't born? Talk, because... Yeah, talk about a chicken salad sandwich. That's a better. That's I mean, a better argument. I mean, have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever seen a chicken farm? It's like a chicken prison. It doesn't watch, look fun for watch, chickens. You know, you should watch. You should watch. Um, and I'm not. I'm not. Super I'm size not our, me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm I want to get back into. I'm not, you should. You should. I'm not that. arguing for veganism here. Believe me, I eat. I eat plenty of chicken sandwiches. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I, I can justify that because I'm like they're chickens. They don't feel. Yeah. They don't. Okay. They don't. But here, here's. They don't process this the same way humans do. It's just that's uh, what uh, they are. They're chickens. So I think okay. Wanda is is not thinking. I'm hurting people. She's thinking, we're living in a happy town. Everyone but, should be happy wait, in this little town. Let, <laughs> go ahead, Noah, and then I have a definition. For okay. You. <laughs> so so um, two points, right? So uh, during the the very special episode, which I thought was great, at the very end. Vision is coming to her and say, look, Wanda, you're hurting people. I talked to, uh, I can't remember who it was at work. Yeah. And she rolls the credits on him. I'm not talking to you. I'm going to bed. She rolls the credits on him. She does. That's right. Which, which, if you remember correctly, has happened in some of those very special episodes where they kind of argue at the end. You're like, oh, shit. Like, it's not ending on a happy note. So Wanda kind of knows that. Like, oh, yeah, you caught me, but I'm not going to talk to it because I'm not going to admit to it. She goes out and talks to Director Dick. That she, that there, to me, was when she knew she was doing bad because she knew she's like, leave me and my, 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 you know, what I'm doing alone, right? Don't fuck with me or I'm going to fuck things up. Now, to Bo's point, I, I agree with you. If I had the power, there's probably a lot of shit I would do that's bad, right? I would, I would, I would bring back people that make me happy happy now this is the point i want to make so say the you three all lived in the same town right and this is the town i take over and now you guys are my minions and running this light right and they and they 
make sure that to tell you how horrible it is to be under her power. She thinks she's making it, but how they they when they do let her let you sleep, you're getting my nightmares and stuff like that. Yeah. So the whole point of it is yes, in her eyes, right? She's the hero of her own story. But at a different perspective, she is a villain. She is the bad guy. And that's oh, yeah. what I was trying to say is and that's why I think especially when we get to the end, you know, and they have that final end credit where they have her reading the dark hold and, and just skimming through it and stuff like that. I think All right. it's one of the this her, is one of the interesting cry, things. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing about this story, and this is what makes it so cool in, in, in the fact is she is literally one one foot in each each area. She's one foot in the bad guy's camp. She's one foot in the good guy's camp. Right. And people are going to defend her and attack her. I'm going to defend her and attack her both because there's there's different things. So she could easily be that villain that has a redeeming quality and, and has a redeeming um, story. Or she could be that hero that just goes bad and it's like, oh, shit. Well, okay. I think that's so, what makes for interesting It's interesting Marvel, you, you say know? that. So that's what makes it interesting that you say that because as I looked up this definition, the, there's <laughs> five different, there's five versions of the definition. And the, the first one, I need to ask you a question to, to establish if she is actually a villain, is there a hero? Who's Vision. the hero if there is a hero? Maybe Vision's the hero. If Vision yeah, is Vision. the hero... A villain is a character in a story or play who opposes the hero. I don't think she opposes the hero. The second definition, a deliberate scoundrel or criminal. She comes to oppose the hero. <laughs> Just the, I mean, I, I think Noah's point. To they the have role, that argument role, where she rolls the credits. Rolling the credits. That, that, yeah. at, in that moment, yes, she I was think, the villain. But I, I, mean, yeah, I, I, like no, I, I, I see your point. In that instance, she does oppose the hero. But you could say I, Agnes is a hero in this point because she came to save the town and you're listening to me you're listening to me podcast no. I would say I would say the opposing of the hero is Jessica Jones you look at Jessica Jones the series Jessica Jones is mm -hmm. the hero as twisted as she is the guy <laughs> who I'm drawing a blank on um, okay. the purple man yeah Kilgrave. He is absolutely opposed, I would say, to Jessica. Right. It's and much more it's much more cut and dry. That's why I'm saying Wanda is not However, cut and, dry. and that's to to Steve's point makes it more interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this, as I get to the third definition, this shoots down my this shoots down my theory. Oh, here we go, Noah. This shoots down my theory that that she's not the villain because Definition number three is one blamed for a particular evil or difficulty. Well, she's definitely blamed for a particular evil or difficulty, so she is definitely the villain in this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is is there's 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 points I that you stand can say corrected. That she's not, and there's points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, this, I, this was all based I, off your talk about maybe she might be the villain in one of the next Marvel movies. I don't know which one you meant. Yeah, yeah. Mentioned. She's I think very, that'd be uh, it's uh, the Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah. That, Cool. Yeah. I mean, in the comics, she's a villain as often yeah. as she's a hero. Well, she's, exactly. and she's a villain when and she it's... enters the MCU. I mean, they're well, a villain exactly. when they first Even... jump in. And Agnes, if you look at Agnes in the comics, she wasn't necessarily a villain. So. Nope. She was a nanny. <laughs> she was just go. a nanny. That's all she was. 
But she um, had a cat too. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't have a rabbit. <laughs> no, she had a cat, which I I, I heard there were some just ridiculous things. Like I guess there. So the whole part of uh, Sparky eating the bush and and um, there's some plant that Agnes gave Wanda and and this is all in the comics. This is what I heard gave Agnes and Vision as a wedding present. And if you eat the leaves and then the animal eat the leaves and then you eat the animal, you can see the future. So apparently she had her own familiar cat eat those plants and then ate her cat so she could see the future. So you're like, what the? Okay, Marvel, you got to get off the drugs because what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> did Agnes, but, did, we we ever, did, heard... no, did we ever see Agnes uh, uh, feed? Feed Wanda or Mr. Scratchy any any food because in the, so when, I did when 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 uh, Mr. Scratchy she was brought dead, all was, over was, that food. Okay, uh, did she? She brought brought all that food in the very first episode. Well, yeah, she no, but a after plant. after. Okay. Uh, after Mr. Scratch or uh, after um, Mr. Spark Scratchy died, yeah. He, no, no, I Sparky, don't know. Sorry. I, I I don't think they were going that way with the okay. with the car. No, but I Thanks. thought it was interesting. Um, that it just it just brought up a lot to me when I listened to that of, of Agnes not being the villain and, and potentially being uh, almost there to help the people and I was like oh you guys have to listen to I, I, I listen to I the mean, villain was right podcast on this it's great I mean you can make that argument up to a point but I think it was pretty clear by the end of her big fight with Wanda it, he said I'll just take all this power from you and you can stay here in your happy little village with all your happy little people, right. she wasn't. She I, wasn't I'm not there saying to, that she. She wasn't there to save anyone. Okay. She was there to help herself. Can, can I say something to that? Because I think I think sometimes <laughs> that's catering to the audience who does not like to have to, uh, you know, who feels conflicted on whether or not a villain is a is a hero or a hero is a villain. We're looking for that that thing that that says, oh yes, they were the villain all along, and and. They, you know, they do that. They, it's almost like they, they, they force that into the script just to make us more comfortable. Because wouldn't it have been even more interesting if, if she didn't say that? If in the end, she like had her demise and you never quite knew whether or not she was, you know, trying yeah. to, 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 uh, I, I think to they kind of did not. a little bit of that, and, but and, I, I agree with you. I, well, I, yeah, I mean, they did to an extent, but but uh, but they still always give you enough to where you feel like you can sleep at night and feel like you know, <laughs> good is good and, and bad is bad. And and I, I like right. it when when that's not always the case, especially for Marvel or things that are that are, you, you know, so usually you want them to be simple, but it's more interesting if they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're 100 percent right. That would have been great. Um there's one of the things I, there there's two holes in this this and they're they're kind of small holes that I just that kind of bugged me when I started thinking about them and I want to see what you guys think. So one of them has to deal with Vision and director Dick and um it was Darcy who found out that he was tracking Vision in the um hex, right? And we later find out that Wanda never stole Vision, she made a Vision from her mind. But in it they said, "Oh, he, they're tracking the decaying vibranium." First off, does vibranium actually decay? Second off, we, Vision was never in the real Vision. The the the, the, the vibranium version, the the actual body was never in the hex until he was White Vision. So well, there's what, a hole in that story. One of the things, though, that through her her witchcraft, she was able to tr 
create was she was able to change. She was, you know, when people pass through mm -hmm. the hex, they they change from whatever, you know, whatever their material was to the material that suited Wanda. So I, that's, that's my only thought is that I, I think it all came from the Mind Stone, her ability to understand the Mind Stone. But at the same time, if she had this ability to change things within, within the boundaries of the hex, um, into what she wanted, maybe that maybe she could have actually simulated vibranium. So that's my answer. I don't I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's that's my theory. You're on you're on a uh, mute, Bo. We can't hear you. Oh, everything does decay. I was going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gonna, so to answer yeah. that question, everything <laughs> decays. Yes. But that's it. Was just one of those ones. Is like he's saying there. He was tracking the the the. Um, decaying vibranium and i'm like well vision we find out later was made from her mind was not really a full construct and it was he really decaying vibranium well, so that just to me steve's was point, a potential to steve's hole. point she could recreate vibranium with her powers i would say within within the confines of the hex she could within go, the confines she, didn't, the sell it, she then, couldn't sell it to people outside but they the were hex, making right? the point that, that it was decaying could. because he was dead she could affect you know, her mind the dead. she could have convince him that they're getting which is radio. which was the other interesting those <laughs> guys have been those guys have been dis, those guys have been disassembling him for five years and that's the only progress they got i think you bring up a good a good <laughs> lots uh, of documentation come on you work you work, a, you work in a technical were, field lots of documentation come on <laughs> it's like True. there were exactly there were exactly seven turns counterclockwise to loosen <laughs> the screw and then you know then it went down to uh 20 psi torque and then there were yeah. 15 more turns and then it went to 10 psi torque like come on i mean that's they were probably like every minute little detail was being okay what's so, the second one uh, that was else? just what else you got that was that was <laughs> all right so in the very when the very beginning um when woo and uh rambo uh, or when Rambo shows up and moves there and they're outside of Westview and the two cops are sitting there on the car and they don't have no idea where Westview is. Why are the two cops outside of Westview affected? That's uh, like, they never show anything they, else. They, where actually anybody mentioned, else... they said something. They mentioned that. this. They, they said, said like they partial, said people... they said like partial uh, amnesia or something outside of the they... hex. Yeah, they said they said people who had a Selected. connection. Yeah. Uh, people people who had a like a connection with Westview <laughs> were affected or they they were inside, they were like part of the hex. If they were outside, they forgot that it existed. It I'm just yeah, like, I think we're saying there was a debate. They actually tried to figure it out. They didn't have an answer, but they they, they threw yeah. some possible theories out in the episode yeah. so i don't think it was that's pretty a pretty weak theory but well, it was I, it was pretty weak but. well well i'm I, I think we're saying though that they at least didn't it, it i don't think it's a whole they, they, they did they, they they tried to theorize in the series itself and say this is possibly why this is occurring so yeah i i just i thought it was kind of like well it don't make a lot of sense to me i was it's, a little i was a little mixed up in the timeline because when they did the re when they did episode i think it was four where it followed uh um it followed Rambo. monica uh through her you know her snap or was it episode five i don't whichever episode um <laughs> but uh you know, I was trying to follow where they were in the series, and my only conclusion was that was, reruns yeah. occurred because they were watching. They were watching the the series on TV, 
And so my thought right. was, okay, they must be showing reruns because the timing didn't always <laughs> line up with what was actually happening uh, in my in my step by step understanding. I thought you had to have a hundred episodes before you got into syndication and reruns. Right? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Hey, we're... Not not these days. You just restream it. I will it. say. <laughs> yeah. I will say. No, Malcolm in the Middle was in syndication. Uh, probably about that time because my husband was watching them all. I just I remember um, seeing something on that just not too long ago. That's like by getting a hundred episodes, you can, you can get. Well, that's why it used to be. I mean, back, that back when it was less networks and all that kind of stuff. I think yeah. now, I think now it's it's not necessarily that hundred is not. Oh, you know number, what it is? I know it's exactly for, what you're talking it, about. It's for cable. Like uh, streaming services don't count, but cable to get that. Uh, syndication money you have to hit yeah. 100 because i remember there was someone um but yeah all right well those were those were my two major holes I, there were some other things in there that that you know could be talked about but those are the on. two ones that i was just like <laughs> yeah well those, that's all i had written down i i god i thought of so many things and then but like i just started writing stuff the other day um we haven't really talked about the children yet um, well, a little, we talked about a little bit speed and, and, uh, Wiccan or Tommy and, uh, Tommy and Billy, yeah. Billy, oh, uh, which, which I thought was great. You know, they did a really good job with, uh, the episode before the children were born. And, uh, she was like, Oh no, I want to, I want to name him Tommy. And, and he's like, Oh, I don't want a Billy. And then they both get the names. I thought, I, I just thought that was cute and kind yeah. of very yeah. did commie and stuff like that. The other part I liked about when they were born um, and this this reminded me so much of like Bewitched and and kind of that when the stork was in the the house yeah. and she's trying to yeah, like yeah, distract. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that is so straight out of Bewitched. Like so That's many so times, so straight stuff out like of that a seventies sitcom. That's so straight out of <laughs> yeah. kind of a seventies sitcom. I was like, that's yeah. so true. good. Um, yeah, and I thought that was great. The water breaking in the in the house raining yeah. and stuff like that. I was <laughs> I was like, this is so so Bewitched. Um, so perfect. Yeah. Um, then we, you know, we, we, they, they age up and, and this is one where, where people were talking about Agnes and, and what was it that lavender, what was it actually that she sprayed on him and was she, it, was she trying, was, was her intention ent entirely to get the children and does, when you go back to like episode two and the whole, all the townspeople, you know, in unison and it's for the children really like creepy, like, you know, <laughs> Like horror movie, it's all for the children, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Was was that like a was it Wanda pushing that? Was it Agnes pushing that? What was really pushing the the children? How how did you know? And so, a lot of people speculated on that and and what it was and and what it means going forward. And I thought it was kind of I mean, kind of interesting. Seems, it it seems more Agnes, just for my two cents, not so but much that, Wanda. Uh, so that was the, I thought that originally too like and and if you go by the comics um you know the the children were part of uh the soul of Mephisto and were taken from her and all this and so it it was part of that where they they almost used her as an incubator kind of thing where well, this one didn't seem as much as that and Agnes did to me when I especially when I went rewatched it and and was paying attention to it she was more trying to figure out what kind of power Agnes had or uh, Wanda had and, and what it was and how she was doing things to figure it out. So she wasn't really, the children weren't really something that she was pushing, but she figured out later on that she could use them as a leverage. 
so that's where I, I kind of flipped on that one yeah. a little bit. But it was it was just an interesting thing, and I know a lot of people. And, and Dottie was part of uh, that episode too. Was a big part of almost like oh maybe she's the villain, and a lot of people were putting that into it, and uh, and it turned out she wasn't. And I thought that was kind of interesting. One of the cool things I did here is um, we talked about Wanda's magic is the red has the red tinge on it. Um, and then uh, Agnes is, is like the purplish and stuff like that. Uh, there was one point where they brought up Dottie could have been, I guess there's another witch in Marvel and, and her, her, um, her, her magic is more of a yellowy color. Oh. And they were talking about, and they showed in one of the episodes where she had all yellow roses and stuff like that. And they're like, and they were like throwing a nod to that. Like maybe that's who it is and stuff. I was like, no, <laughs> so people go down these rabbit holes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you could put a candy wrapper on a on a, a thing in the back and it's just some like you know stage hand that forgot it and someone's gonna go no that candy wrapper means something they're gonna deep dive and, and it's gonna be chocolate is the evil this and you know yeah. <laughs> get, well that's I'll, just I'll, show a couple I'll of tell things you, Dude, that's how the people yeah, yeah. Oh, let me let, real quick i'll tell you i'll tell you one little easter egg about dotty is when in the last episode where she gives her real name and she's like sarah. i'm not my name's sarah proctor that was actually an historical person in Salem who was one of the accusers oh. of the women oh. who were hanged as witches so or like was oh, it a, okay. just, was it a, a nod to that or is oh. it a, yeah. crazy okay <laughs> yeah. interesting. interesting I thought you were going to come and say it was Sarah Proctor and she was this witch from Marvel and I'm like oh okay but no that's even mm. that, that's even deeper that's no, crazy but, yeah. but two things back to what you're saying you kind of you know doing the history you kind of kind of glossed over that not really glossed over it but the growing up of the kids so quickly was really mm -hmm. like i found that hilarious like that was a very <laughs> funny kind of a sequence for me when it's like they wanted to get a dog and they're like well you can't have a dog until you're until you're 10 10 <laughs> we're 10 yep like we get to have a dog now like that kind of a thing like well, it's well, also sitcom. Kind of on us. And, yeah, exactly. It's totally sitcom and all that. Like, but I thought how many that was times did totally they have hilarious. a baby? In the next season, there were four. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, that's right. that's kind of exactly family how it goes, ties. But... <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Modern family is like every. <laughs> yeah. Right. Every time the the one kid gets too old to be cute again, you have to bring a, in a, a young cute kid. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, exactly. But then you talk about, I mean, and. And absolutely, the Olsen twins, like, that's the tie-in to that, right. too. Like, the Olsen twins being, like, infants and then being, like, teenagers probably when the series ended. But you talk about, <laughs> you talk about um, the, the, the whole, like, the candy wrapper in the background or the, like, whatever and all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I, I can totally... Um, I don't know. I can commiserate with that because it seems like when I, when I was reading comics, I always focused on, or I always kind of was attracted to the, the my the lesser characters. I mean, I was a big Hulk fan mm. and everybody has their, their one character that's their favorite. That's a main character. And Hulk was yep. kind of my favorite main character, but I also, um, I also was a huge fan of, um, geez, I can't remember. 
Gosh, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> and, huge fan. Terrible. We can't, we can't I was a huge fan. No, it's, <laughs> it's the alcohol. The alcohol is coming in and and really affecting my memory. No, the one that could like do short teleportations. Uh, oh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Right. Exactly. Yes. 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 Nightcrawler. I was thinking Quicksilver. I had Quicksilver stuck in my head. I know. I'm like. I knew it wasn't Quicksilver, but anyway, Nightcrawler. He was so he fast he looked like he teleported. X Men exactly, Two. Yes. Oh my God, that was brilliant in X Men Two. Yeah. 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 So, so to my, so I was a big Nightcrawler fan. So it's like, I had all this, like everything about Nightcrawler. Like when I was reading comics, I was like, absorb, 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 absorb. So that's the thing. You have all these people that are Marvel fans that are, you know, MCU Marvel fans, but then they're also like, like, I didn't know anything about Scarlet Witch until she kind of showed up in the movies and all that. But there was somebody and, but there was somebody and there were a lot of people that were probably like huge huge fans that were like knew every detail and knew every line she read the comics and multiply read comics and all that kind of stuff so was this so the first was that's this the, the first thing time about this. was this the first time the the scarlet witch name was mentioned was uh when when agnes yes. says it yes yeah maybe i mean that's 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 i don't i don't know for sure but that's quite possible but um uh, but i guess what i'm saying is is like that's the great thing about comics and the great thing about the comic book movies and the great thing about all of this there's so many fans on so many different levels and i think that's what makes it so successful like there's the fans that are you know captain america like i saw noah had a captain america shirt on (laughs) i know andrew's a big cat nina's a big captain america fan i'm a big hulk fan steve i quite frankly don't know who your favorite character is. Indiana Jones. Oh. Indiana Jones not the MCU, but that's okay. Oh damn! You know, but but Noah, but Noah's a big He's Thor fan. Uh, obviously, Noah's Noah's a huge Thor fan, and that's what makes these things so successful because there's so many diverse characters, right. and there's so many diverse characters that attach different people in so many different ways. But it also creates like, challenges too. It's hard to make them all. Uh, you know, you can't satisfy every level uh, that you're talking about. So, so you've right. got to make either True. compromises or you've got to you you right. you've got to tease one level. You know, you have to you have to have layers. You know, here we're talking onions here. The whole uh, Shrek onions. Yeah. You have to have like an episode you, yeah. Easter egg at one level. I want to see Shrek in the MCU. <laughs> I want Shrek well, in the well, MCU. Like, like, how do you how do you tie <laughs> how do you tie the sort of I won't say milk toasty but kind of timid Nightcrawler in with Gambit, who's like this huge personality and like they end up being in the same movie. They're both X Men. They're both X-Men, but they're being on the same side. They still like they still tie into each other, well, you know. And well, it's that was like, the challenge of the fight. Avengers. You have a you have a god, you know, Norse god, and and you have a you have a. He's an alien. We've established he's not a Norse. <laughs> but I mean, it, it it was it was so successful. Well, here, I'll tell you how that worked. He has and... Thor and his sidekicks, and they took on the attack on New York. That's exactly what it was. It was Thor and his it wasn't side... Thor. sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I would like to see a flat out. Well, we actually saw it, so never mind. <laughs> a um, Thor Hulk fight. I'd like to see a Thor Hulk fight, but we've seen it, so never mind. We saw it. <laughs> we know who won. We, we know who won. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that movie yet. <laughs> no. 
No, like, Black Hole uh, can't wait. That's that is literally one of my favorite movies. We do like all three time. podcasts in a row on that one. Yeah. Right. Featuring Noah. <laughs> We're gonna go by minute by minute. Okay. Noah's no, gonna uh, be. He's like, why am I muted? Why can't I? Nobody can hear me. <laughs> Uh, nice. It's um, like Nita, right, it's so, not your audio. It's Noah muting you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in the end, right? Uh, Wanda basically, you know, she has her big battle. She beats out. Um, I mean, well, first, you know, we Agnes, you know, d- basically lets her know that hey, I'm a witch and I'm here and I'm going to take your power and stuff. And, and then they have their big battle throughout. Uh, at that. T- same time we get the reincarnated uh white uh vision who then comes in and, and we kind of have what starts off to be the big battle right vision on vision violence right. and then you know witch on witch violence and uh so <laughs> it just vision. it goes through and, and it yeah double vision nice and and you know in typical marvel fashion they have the th- the big throwdowns and there's some some great scenes in there where you got you there's a uh, scene where you see uh, wanda and and agnes fighting and then you look up in the sky behind them and you got the visions like yeah. you know uh mind stone shooting at each other and i i love how all of it kind of really came down i mean wanda pulled a fucking okie doke on her you know he's she's throwing her magic and throwing her magic and then really what it was is she was like putting those wards up in the in the hex that basically you know stops agnes from doing her magic which i thought was you know such a cool turn and and i didn't see it coming at all and all of a sudden it was like wait wait what oh damn and then on top of that the best part was the vision on vision fight they realize they can't beat each other you know they're just not going to happen and then they have the logic discussion it just (laughs) it's so perfect for the for the for the vision fight it was great and so it, it all ends up and then you know you, you got uh you get the little bit of uh, the family you know um you got the boys uh doing their their little uh powers you know against the the military guys you get rambo that shows up and saves the kids from being shot um you get the you get the cool scene where where wanda and vision are both down there with the boys and they're talking to him and they're like oh, you know we didn't train you for this you you know but you were born to this and then they get the the uh, incredibles pose yes yeah ready to fight right. <laughs> which at first i was like oh that's so cool and i'm like who taught those kids how to pose already come on <laughs> you know but I, I i thought it was did they just yeah. said they hadn't taught them to do this yet but that's it was just it was good. I loved it. I, I really liked, you know, Speed. Uh, he whipped around and took all the guns, and then the last guy, he took his hat and his sunglasses. You know, yeah. typical 10-year-old. That's that's kind of what they did. Great ending. Um, the only part I had a problem with was was with Rambo talking to Wanda, and, you know, is this after the whole, she, she you know, very emotional, you know, she goes back in and, and kind of undoes everything. that You know, she, she puts the kids to sleep in their bed so she doesn't have to watch them disappear appear and then the whole thing but afterwards rambo tells her you know nobody's gonna know what you sacrificed for this and i was like you know yes she's sacrificing but she's also like are are they really gonna like oh yeah you know no one's gonna really mind that you know you tortured people because you had to sacrifice for this and it it was just one of those oh i was kind of a back to that is she bad is she good kind of thing and it's like you know 
Yeah, she's sacrificing, well, but well, is she really... But Rambo could have been knowing the delicacy of the situation, and I've got to say something that is not going to... is, is going to keep keep Wanda on her path towards redemption, because if she, if she said something different, maybe that wouldn't have played out. So, so it may not have I, been completely... Uh, you know, from the heart, it could have been just her catering, <laughs> catering to the situation. I, I, yeah, and I and I think and I think Monica realized in a way that uh, director Dick didn't that Wanda is so powerful that oh yeah they can't there's there they cannot contain her. There is no right. human power, no weapon, nothing that can stop her or contain her. So she had to. She had to play. Nice she had with to her. connect with her. She had to connect with her, and I don't yeah. think it was. I don't think I, it was manip- deliberately manipulative. I think it was actually like, Wanda. It was just to, a weird. She connected. Line. Like, she connected had, with the. Nobody's going to know how she, much you what, sacrificed she, for them. What she even said about you know my mother. If I could bring back my mother, I would have. So she was trying to identify. You know. And, but I, I, I agree and, with that. I just I, I thought it was a weird. I think she was trying to bring out Wanda's. Inside. Like yeah, you yeah, have to, free. yeah, you have to, you know. I know you, you're, you're gonna miss your, your husband and your children, but these people all deserve a life too. You know, you can't right. disregard them. Yeah, so, it was just it just the way she said it didn't come across like that to me, and and, and that's you it, know it, it is was, what it, it is. It was yeah, it's kind of a weird weird thing to say, but I. I think I think, you... I think this also suffers from this is part of the area that was there was a lot of cuts and a lot of the story didn't get to get done like there there was supposed to be a whole scene where the kids uh, Rambo and Darcy and someone else actually go after the the dark ohm and end up having to fight uh, Mr. Scratchy who turns into a demon so there's a whole poor you know so there's there's some other stuff that got left out so I think there that may have done that um there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there. I mean, we, we, we haven't even scratched on half of what's in this. It's like, you know, we didn't talk a lot about the, the commercial breaks. Um, no. Which, yeah. you know, I, uh, there was some that I thought were really incredible. And, and there was a lot of people that were, were speculating like they were they were part of the Infinity Stone. Like each one represented an Infinity Stone, which I don't think really paid out in the end. Um, I, liked, I, it, I liked the... When I, when I saw them... Which one? Well, the, the claymation one, and it wasn't just the fact yeah. that it was oh, claymation, yo magic, but the fact that that he couldn't open the he couldn't open the yogurt, and, and it just he just so that was died. the one I thought I understood the most. <laughs> okay, well tell me about it because I thought some of the people I, I, I thought, it was, I thought so, it was hilarious, but I didn't it didn't quite it it was so the, in, it, it was the one that didn't sell the product. The other ones seemed to sell the. Oh product. no no. Oh, and I don't think they did. I think they were all memories of of what made Wanda Wanda. Like the first, the yeah. one was the toaster, right? Is the 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 Stark bomb, right? And then there's the Strucker watch, and that's her going through, you know, her volunteer as a Hydra uh, victim yeah. hero, whatever. Damn. But okay. the Yo Magic, well, did, I think. Okay, nice. Now I didn't know this stuff. The, so. the, the Yo Magic, right? Is the yogurt is uh, you have the shark who I think represents uh, Agnes, right? She survives off of eating Yo Magic. So she oh. takes the magic from from people, right? Yeah. Right. So she's taking the magic from from Wanda, and if Wanda can't figure out how to open up and make her magic, work, she's gonna fizzle up and die. 
So that's what I got out of that one. And and yeah. so I was that to me was one of the ones that made more sense. You took it and further I than I did. I, would, I, didn't, I, I didn't get up it. A, I, I wasn't trying to did, tie it to the series. I, I was trying did, to. That was good. That's good. See the articles that came out uh, a week or two ago where they were saying originally the commercials were supposed to be messages from Doctor Strange to Wanda. Oh, try no, and, I didn't see that. To, like no. to try and reach her subliminally, to huh. to let her know what to do. And then they well, decided, oh, interesting. then they decided, you know, as they were working on it, oh, you know, we can't, they, they decided not to have Doctor Strange. They're like, because if we put Doctor Strange in it, a whole thing becomes about, oh, Doctor Strange and not about Wanda, you know. Right. You know, the oh, other but, one I heard well, that about that great. is <laughs> yeah. they didn't want Doctor, they didn't want Doctor Strange to show, and originally he was supposed to be part of this, and, and then someone came back, because they, they have a lot of um, female uh, producers and writers and stuff like that, and one of the things they said is, is, no matter what happens in this, we can't have Strange, Doctor Strange show up as a male and save her. Like okay. she, you just can't yeah. have that. I mean, it's just one of the things, and and um, that was one of the other reasons they yeah. they went with a female um, villain in this, and and not have a bigger bad that's a, that's a male is because they didn't want they didn't want to to feed into that that you know why can't she be the most powerful and why does a man have to come save her and you know and stuff like that and I thought that I thought it was done really well and so that was one of the reasons Strange actually didn't. Sh- show up and stuff like that i thought the commercials were really good um and when i realized that they were they're all playing into wanda's past and built up in her history right you know the um you know they have the uh the other one with the um the lagos uh paper towels you know for when you make a mess that you don't didn't mean to and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. it's but yeah the yo magic i was surprised at how many people had issues figuring that one out compared because i was like i got that one right off the bat like oh yeah she's eating yo magic not me either yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, i guess it's just where i grew up and the way we talked i knew right away it was yo magic (laughs) she's eating it or maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because I like sugary yogurts or something. I don't know. Um, I like it. That that's good though. I mean, yeah. So uh, they also were uh, really dealt with um, period time. Um, they really stuck with the the time frame that they were in too. Like you know that was a very typical '90s kind of commercial. You know. Oh yeah. All Everything's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a shark surfing and you know all that yeah. stuff like that. And so. I thought that was nice. pretty cool. Um, oh, I'm trying to think what else it was. We, we pretty much, we've, I think we've covered most of the stuff. Um, you know, we didn't talk deep about it, but like the side character, some of the side characters in the in the um, the townspeople, um, really interesting and in, in kind of like where they kind of, when you go back and know what's happening and you look at how they acted and stuff like that, fabulous jobs. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just incredible. And but when you're watching it the first time, you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I'm not really sure what's going on, but they <laughs> fit. But then when you go back in, you can see the deeper levels of it. You know, I know we talked about that first episode, and, and I was listening to a podcast about it, and they were talking about how, uh, actually, I know this was something I read. They were talking about how they really stayed with the the time frame and the and the ideas of the of that era with with um, sitcoms where everything has to stay funny and and nothing's drama. But they put so much drama in it with, with her, you know, looking at Wanda and like, stop it, but laughing. Just stop mm-hmm. it. Just stop it. And I remember watching it the second time and 
feeling so anxious and like like I was really like feeling for her more than I did the, f the first time I was I was I felt it more as like the the sitcom and the the oh she's just telling the husband to stop you know stop goofing around stop acting like you're dying stop at you know and then the next time I watched it I was like no she's telling Wanda to stop this she knew what was going on and, and she was breaking through the magic I was like holy crap that's so deep and the fact that it was the mom from the 70s show just made it so much better you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And 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 plus they taught they said like she kept families together, so mm -hmm. those two people were actually actually married. Yeah. So yeah, but, good stuff all along. Uh, <laughs> one of the funny things that I I saw and, and listened to uh, was people talking about the the different neighbors too and the the townsfolk, and there's the guy with the big thick mustache. And yes. nobody could figure out what the hell. Everybody thought it was going to be some craziness because he's got this big mustache. Like, like there's got to be something about it. And it turns out he's just the guy. Like, he's he just, he reminded me of Ross from Friends with a mustache. Exactly. Did you? Go ahead. Did you see the YouTube? There's a guy out there who has a, a YouTube video where he, he's analyzing because... Uh, the reason Jimmy Woo got involved is because one of his witnesses, one of his mm -hmm. people in the witness protection program lived in Westview. And he right. like analyzed all the little minor background characters like, okay, try figure so out who, who. Was, who was Jimmy Woo's witness? <laughs> and he like made arguments. And I'm like, I guarantee you that was the furthest thing from the writer's minds. I mean, <laughs> that's that's one of the things they never really they never touch on. And uh, yeah. some people were trying to say like, okay, so uh, they were looking at the whiteboard and seeing who had IDs and who and uh, so Dottie was one of the people that didn't have uh, ever get ID'd, and um, Agnes didn't have a driver's license. Uh, there was a couple other things that people said, but yeah, no one could ever figure out who the the witness was. Uh, which I thought was pretty funny. I, I just, one of the other ones that they brought up was uh, Ooh in his uh, sleight of hand yes, uh, I magic. Love that. Like when, when he gives her, her his ID, it's like it just shows up in his hand. Yeah, he that, just like holds up his hand. Up magic. And snap, there it goes. Yeah. yeah. And then, and when he gets out of the handcuffs at the end when they put him. Right. He like gets the current and he goes and flourish. <laughs> yes. He's such that a good actor. Like he's so yeah. funny. He's, he's such a funny actor. Yeah. Have you so, have you seen? He used to be in this. Um, real quick, he used to be in this uh, improv group in Los Angeles before he started doing television. And this group did they filmed a soap opera inside an IKEA oh, during yeah. business oh. hours. <laughs> and he's he's That's the awesome. lead he's the lead and it's hilarious because they just like go into the rooms and do the little scenes and you can see people like shoppers walking by in the background oh, okay. and every so often a security guard will come over you can't film in here it's like oh sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome it's, that's it's, it's, it's it's there's like six 10 minute episodes on youtube it's hysterical that's pretty good <laughs> when you said that's uh what you handcuffs. should do that you should do that next week or two weeks from now, <laughs> Jimmy Woo's uh, group. Jimmy Woo's we're doing, we're doing in the IKEA. We're do Randall we're Park Luke is Cage. the actor's name. No, I know. <laughs> two weeks from now. Two weeks. From oh, now. two weeks Sorry. from now. Um, speaking of the handcuffs, uh, when uh, Darcy was handcuffed to the truck and the the hex jumped yeah. over and turned all the the uh, the sword agents into a circus, 
which was on a, on one level hilarious, turning sword into a circus. But she, they made her the uh, the escape artist. I love the fact that you know, and then all of a sudden she just breaks the the chains and walks <laughs> off when when she thinks that uh, Vision's trying to hit on her, which yep. I, I thought was pretty funny. Um, well, all that was really know, talking about talking about little things like that. It's like um, it made me think about this when you sent me that um, the, the little <laughs> the, the the vision. Day. Right, the vision gif the other day. It it made me think about this. Like that's one of the funniest things when he's sitting there. He's outside of like the truck or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And one of the funniest sequences in the whole thing is when like They're, that's the construction the, crew uh, comes up and blocks him yeah. off and all that and whatever. And he's like sitting out there and he's like, I really feel like this is intentional. I feel like, <laughs> feel like he's trying to block me from getting back and whatever. And he's yeah. Like, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? That's the best part. Yeah, he's like, what the hell? Why and, he pulls, I, why and then he pulls off his, his microphone and he stands yeah, and up he and he hits the boom mic exactly, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. It's like so, so well done. It's like, oh my God, oh, yeah. it's so funny. To, the way they handle some yeah. of that stuff. Paul Bettany does, oh. is his delivery is like, bone dry and some of the stuff he does is just so hilarious well in 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 the mcu for sure but nice tail chaucer wasn't he chaucer? Night, i was yes. just gonna yeah. say a nice yes. tail yes that's first of all one of my it's it's yeah it's it's that's a sleeper hit that's, almost if you haven't seen it, check it out it's like great. i have a top i have a top five movie list and, we might have to do that one steve and that is that is <laughs> i get right it on, on that one i love that five. yeah i'll get like, my wife I love in on that, that movie one too, too. <laughs> but but for sure it's 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 so good but he's so phenomenal like it's the nuance of his character in that movie mm -hmm. is like just he's so engaging too he, he captures yeah. the audience and that's what they they you well know, like even he... the one scene yeah the one scene where he pushes the one guy out of the frame like i will say this in any tv show any movie whatever the pushing someone being blown out of frame there is nothing funnier than that in anything <laughs> like old school when they're when they're oh. when, that, when in old school when the one dude's like riding his like razor scooter along the edge of the fountain and and Will Ferrell comes in from out of frame and just blows him on the other side of the frame. There is nothing funnier than that. I mean, it's like if you're if you're a movie writer and you need a laugh, just throw that in there. Just throw, throw somebody that getting blown out of the frame randomly. That that will make everybody laugh. I mean, that's, nice. that's all there is to it. And that's a Knight's Tale where he pushes uh, uh, what's his name, the guy from uh, the guy from Firefly, the red-haired dude. Like there's a scene oh, yeah, where he yeah, pushes yeah. him oh, totally um, out of frame. Alan Tudyk, yeah, yeah, Alan, yeah exactly. Firefly, right? Yeah. yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. He blows him out of frame, and it's like just you just every time. Just Another great losing. movie from Heath Ledger, probably yeah. Heath Ledger's second best character. <laughs> I'd say that. Yeah, I'd go there. Yeah, love, he's really I good. Monsters it. Ball. You can't you can't deny his acting skills in Monsters Ball, but as far as like uh, popcorn movies. Absolutely, oh, yeah. I'd say I'd say Knight's Tale popcorn movie best best one. I mean, it's he's oh, a little sure. deep. He's a little deep in the Batman uh, movie uh, oh, for sure. But if you're yeah. looking for a popcorn movie where you just want to like sit back, have a couple of brews, and and eat popcorn, I mean, Knight's Tale. Hundred yeah, percent. great. I was such a big big fan of him. It was when he died. Oh, I I had I huge. had like. 
I had like five people email me and say, are you okay? Like that's yeah. how into him I was. It's, it's kind of like the way I am about Chris Evans now. It's just like, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember that in case anything happens. Cause right. yeah. God forbid, God forbid. No, I, I know. Just cry. Oh, he had four or five big actors go in and, and play that role that the, the, uh, what was the role? The Monty Python, uh, director, um, was Eric Idle. No, the, uh, the American, American, the only American in, in Monty oh, Ter Python. Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam, Terry Gilliam. had that movie that that Heath Ledger was was starring in that he was shooting when he died, and and so they mm -hmm. had Johnny Depp and and a bunch of A list actors come in. Oh right, right, and, right, right. And piece together that performance as as different iterations of the same character. So that shows how much uh, people yeah. respected his work and just wanted to see yeah. even his last performance come to light. You know. So, well, I mean, I think we've hammered Wanda quite a bit. Um, like I said, there, there is such a deep if hole to go. I mean, I mean, there, we could we could make this four or five more hours long and still probably not hit everything because right? there's so much. Um, I literally listened to three different podcasts that did episode by episode coverages, and some of those were two hour long podcasts. Oh yeah, you could totally. I, was, do I, was, I mean, I had, and, I, I had a friend. I texted a friend of mine and I said, "Hey, we're doing WandaVision because he's he's not as big up on the uh, TV shows, but he mm -hmm. he actually watched. We talked a lot about WandaVision, and I'm like, "Hey, we're doing WandaVision tonight." And he's like, "He's like, you're." He said, "Well, you did Age of Ultron. You did three hours on a two and a half hour movie. <laughs> he said, How long is this WandaVision podcast going to be?" I mean, we could do another one. We could, we could, yeah. we could, we could skip Luke Cage next week and do WandaVision Part Two. It'd be the first part of your entire podcast. Oh my god, <laughs> Part Two. Exactly. Uh, we still, no. have, well, we I mean, if, do, if we look we at it that way, uh, Wanda. Winter Soldier, yeah. Yeah. Which, which probably, I don't think is as deep because, I mean, it's a good story, but it's not nearly as much. Yeah. It's a um, lot more action. Not so I did see something yeah. where... Haven't seen it yet. Uh, WandaVision. I haven't either. Um, <laughs> four hours Shock. and 48 minutes Shock. of, of non... Um, uh, tr uh, what's the... Um, what's the thing they put at the... <laughs> um, Non-trailer? Uh, no, no, it's actual Credits? action. Credits. Non-credit time is four hours and like forty-four minutes, start to finish. Yeah. If you add the credits, it's oh. like another eighty-four minutes. Oh wow! So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if we were gonna, well, you know, if we were gonna... watch the credits on these, on these, like, on Disney, they do them in different languages. They like show them and then they yeah. like, add another. They repeat them with a yeah. different language they sh and stuff. So, so well, because they they have to do the crew of the different people who are doing the voices. That's what yeah. I actually watched and read them. I don't know why, but yeah, I was like, why the fuck is this so long? Um, but yeah, it's literally the last four minutes is ago, and this is our uh, Spanish uh, crew, and it's the names of they who do, the voices are. They do them in like 20 different languages. It's like, yeah. you're watching it, and you're like, they're translating this into like, mm -hmm. you know, Bulgarian, really? <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I understood another language so I could watch it in another language and see if it holds up. Like, <laughs> you know... You know what I mean? It's like sometimes the voice of the actor, if it's not the same, it doesn't it doesn't hold the same. From, from what I understand, from what I understand, Disney really, really tries to do uh, tries to get them as close as possible, and they'll also keep them consistent. So like, 
Okay. You know, whoever did Elizabeth Olsen, whoever did Wanda's voice, like say in, in like, French, old, she did yeah. all of the movies. She does WandaVision. She'll oh, do, cool. you know, stuff into the future. So she always, it's all consistent. But how do you like Genie? Yeah. You got to find, you got to find another Robin Williams that can perform Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, or you, or you get lucky and you get, uh, you know, I am Groot, you know, uh, in in the same actor does the entire Vin, you know he does Vin Diesel can, 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 Vin Diesel talks did. how many languages well at least he at learned least, it in seventeen different languages you're only so he saying, can do you're, it you're only saying uh, three <laughs> three words right but so, he says it he but he says it in different one's, and one's not even a word one's his name so it's probably Groot in all, three, <laughs> in all, in all seventeen languages you always say Groot what is it what is it somebody somebody did a comic and they're they're like uh, and it was um, Peter Parker talking to Peter Quill. Uh-huh. And he says, so if you ask Groot to say something in Spanish, does he say, yo soy Groot? Or does he say, I am Groot, and you just hear it in Spanish? You can... <laughs> and Peter, and then there's like a, and then Peter's like, Groot, come here a minute. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, it, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to bring up. I, I think, like I said, this was an incredible first, first go for Disney. I think, I mean, yeah. They knocked it out of the park. I, I know this wasn't their plan to have this as the first one, and I know originally when it first came out, there was there was a lot of backlash, especially after the first two episodes. People were losing their fucking minds. Like you know, I this is and and but I think by the end of it, and I think it took like four episodes before people started going, "Oh wait, okay, they they know what they're doing." Let, let, let yeah. me back off a little bit. Let me quit being right. such an angry troll. Um, and so by the end of it, and and then granted, there are certain people that still, you know, oh, this isn't this isn't my Marvel, but you know what? Fuck those people. We don't need them because <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and the thing is, it's it's the same with the comics. I mean, I've been reading right. comics, well, like I've said, my whole life. And you have like the straightforward Jack Kirby um, type of Captain America, where he's just like punching Nazis and and doing stuff, and then you have. You know, uh, Ed Brubaker, who comes in and does like these real deep sort of philosophical things. And, you know, you have all these different universes and, you know, Wanda, like like I said, she's been a villain. She's <laughs> had amnesia. She's been, you know, a straight up heroic. There's a whole thing where she marries Dr. Doom. I mean, it just they no seriously, it's like. If the characters are around long enough, they do everything. I mean, I read yeah. an, you know, I mean, I read an issue of uh, Loki where he goes speed dating. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> eventually, eventually, well, it's we like might get every... that. The Loki series is coming. I know. Right? Right? Enough seasons of Friends <laughs> that are all going to sleep with each other at some point. You know. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> but, you know, eventually, you know, when you have a character that goes on for 40, 50, 70 years, eventually. All kinds of crazy stuff happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I th- I think she is a perfect character for for you know that they they can do that. They can they can have her be a villain. They can have her be the savior, and they can have it in the same you know series almost. And in, in, so uh, I like what they're doing. I think I actually think that originally it was it was Captain Marvel was supposed to be the kind of the the glue or the plan for the glue for Phase Four, but I think it maybe end up being Wanda. 
um, especially after this series, you know, if, if things happen, they may already be in the change um, just because of the reaction for everything on this. I think uh, Elizabeth Olsen shows that she has the acting chops to pull off pretty much anything. Was um, this I know a, a lot success? Of people... I mean, I, I, I heard I some initial so. feedback that, that they were going away from some of the some of the Disney series because maybe it wasn't as well received from a from a studio standpoint from a money-making standpoint it wasn't quite what they'd hoped but maybe i'm wrong i'm just well how do you how do, i mean i don't know they have expect- like like 15 more coming i mean they're kind of committed at this point yeah i i don't know how you can, can call it a success or not money wise as far as because i mean is it people not not uh canceling their disney just subscriptions is that how you consider I it a? I don't know I, I I mean well, uh, so we had we we've had um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know you guys haven't seen it yet, but I mean c- when you compare the two, I, I believe that Wanda Vision is going to be the better of the two accepted in the end. Even though I think character wise, more people are interested in the Falcon Winter Soldier, and so I, I I think that's that. That's how it's going to roll out. At least for me, it is. I, I was much more interested in the other in Falcon and Winter Soldier. When I look, come back to it, I'm like, if I re, if I'm going to rewatch and deep dive and stuff like that, I think Wanda has more to offer. Well, I'll say I don't this. like the two I'm characters more, of the of the three of the three that are kind of in the in the you know obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier played haven't seen it, WandaVision, have watched it. Um, and Loki. I'm I'm super excited for Loki. Like I think most the three, people are. If if, yeah. if like I had to look at the three together, like if if I saw a description of just like three lines of each, I'd be like, yeah, Loki. Or if I saw the trailers, even like even putting it that way, if I went back and I could see the initial trailers yeah. for all three, I mean, you know, I just don't think the Wandavision trailer drew me in as much. It didn't. I think the it Loki didn't. trailer is sucking me in like nobody's <laughs> business. Yeah, and I just well, and that stands up to it. And you know, you look at you look at the, uh, you know, you look at the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I I kind of picture that as like. You know the first Avengers movie, a lot of action, not a lot of content. Well, like, yeah, it's you know, like it's, it's like a Marvel, great movie. It's like Marvel one on one on one. But but you look, at, I I just you might be Marvel. you might be surprised. Wanda. <laughs> well, I might be, but I'm just but, talking about the trailers. But Wanda, yeah. to me, if you look at WandaVision, it, it's so uh, unique. I I mean, you can't mm-hmm. look at anything mm-hmm. that's ever been made and say no. that that it comes close. And 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 when there's been you know six seven decades of of television you know that we've watched and and to find something unique like this um it's it's you know you got to give it props for I that don't, i don't i don't know steve and, for all we know it could be agents of shield season four could be just like <laughs> <laughs> but i mean we'll, we'll go out on a limb and say it's not never watch it <laughs> i mean i, uh, I do I do think I do think having a show that's got a lot of buzz, whatever that is, whatever, you know, creates that is good for a streaming service. You know, it's like when HBO 
The Sopranos was on HBO, and every Monday morning, everybody was talking about what was on The Sopranos last night. You felt like, I guess I have to get HBO. You know, same with Game of Thrones. I well, guess. Game, I are you kidding me? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is the last show that I that I had to watch live. That's that's the here, last show that I watched. Here's, but I mean, it's still no Buffy. Had to watch the day it came out. Well, that, I had no choice then, Noah. Here's how. <laughs> here's what I knew. Game of Thrones had maximum saturation. Is Claire and I were in an Uber coming home from, uh, you know, some event somewhere. It was the Friday before season finale of Game of or the series finale of Game of Thrones. The Uber driver had on WIP, which is sports radio in Philadelphia. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Normally they're talking about the Eagles or the Flyers or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, all right, for the next two hours, we're taking calls on Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. The nerds won. We got two right. hours on sports radio well, talking well, about our show. I've heard, to be I've correct, heard, Aaron, the Eagles sucked heard, back then. So <laughs> Back then they didn't. They didn't suck quite yet. Um, but I will say this, uh, Aaron Rodgers has been on multiple Game of Thrones podcasts. That's wow. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's so, a, I mean, that's, so cool. that's where that is. So, all right. You know, but, but, but anyway, but, but, all right. Go ahead. But anyway, so you have something, Disney Plus, like WandaVision, and everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Like, and they're I doing it right. They, yeah, they had two I, weeks between Wanda and Winter Soldier, and they're going to have like four weeks between Loki. So they're keeping their people. Yep. Yeah, I have a I have a friend who's retired. You no, know, no kids at home, nothing like that. And and he's he emailed me. He's like, "Should I get Disney Plus? I'm hearing a lot about this WandaVision. And I'm like, "Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, watch you it should. and then listen to the podcast." <laughs> right. All right, go ahead, Steve. I want to hear what you had to say. Sorry. Oh, I, I, I would, rarely hear it. Well, <laughs> you mentioned uh, that Game of Thrones is the last thing that you had to watch live, and it just got me thinking that I think it was a few years ago was was the return of Twin Peaks on I think it was on Showtime, uh, and what a bizarre series! But I had to watch it live every time it dropped, yep. like on the moment, because I was fascinated to what whatever David Lynch would bring, and yep. I still don't know what to make of that series, but but well, but, but it was an experience. Yeah. But I think that's yep. the last thing in my my memory that I had to watch when it dropped. So, yep. and Disney Plus is a streaming service, so it's not exactly live, but The Mandalorian's on Friday. Fridays, all of us yep. get up an hour early so we can watch it before Claire goes to school. <laughs> I usually oh, watch uh, last week tonight on HBO at like, you know, nine thirty or whatever. It's yeah. usually about seven thirty our time on HBO on Sunday nights. So that's always so fun. I had to stay <laughs> off of social media for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier because uh, there's a lot of things that I follow and stuff that were they were spoiling stuff by like nine o'clock in the morning on Friday, and it's like you motherfucker. And I even yeah, called some people right. out on it. And I'm like, dude, okay, not everybody watches this the second they get up that morning. I go, yeah. you got to give us people at least till Saturday morning, you know? Right. Yeah, or you got to tag the tag whatever the post is, so that you, you don't you don't click on it or whatever. It's not yeah. like a, a it you couldn't even it. read like some of the websites, like yeah, you know, like Collider or whatever. It's like you guys should know better. We're not, <laughs> you know, right. just at least put spoiler warning and give us a chance to x out you know yeah yeah so steve uh i i, I 
was thinking about this over the last couple of days, especially. I don't I don't know what made me think about it, but your whole um, hatred, I guess, would be the right word. Damn, your whole hatred. Hate, that's a harsh word. I don't know where you're going with this, though. So. Well, I think you're going to agree with me when I get get a few more, you know, but your hatred of uh, single source for product. Exclusive. And yet exclusivity, the exclusivity yeah. of this. I would say hatred, maybe hatred is not, maybe you don't hate it. Steve doesn't hate anything. He I has a strong dislike. Well enough. I don't know you well enough, but you have a strong dislike for it. And I agree with you because it's like, I have um, some friends, <laughs> and I have some some friends that that are like, "Oh, where can I watch this?" I'm like, like, um, like, like Ted Lasso is what kind of brought right. it up, and what kind of like you, it kind of introduced you guys to it. It's like if you do not have HBO or HBO Max, you cannot watch Ted Lasso. You can't buy a D. Apple. It's, it's Apple Plus or <laughs> Apple Plus. Sorry, right. but sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but you have what I'm saying, right? If you don't mm-hmm. have Apple Plus, you cannot watch that. And I think that's like kind of bullshit. Like you should be able to go to the iTunes store and if you want to pay for it and you want to buy it, you should be able to pay for it and buy it. Yeah. Well, th- like well, 50 years ago, theaters used to be that way. They would be like exclusive contracts with Paramount uh, or MGM or something like that. And they'd get like, they'd be able to show their movie and they'd also have to, you know, show all these other movies along with it because they came with it. And that's, and that, that changed there. There was some laws that said, no, you can't do that. But now we've right. kind of gone back to that same sort of format with this new streaming media. And, and I, just, well, I, I think it's, so it's not that it's well, not available to you. It. Well, it's we, not that it's not available <laughs> to you. You have to pay for it though. That's pay, the thing. Right. You have to pay a, a premium. So you, you can, you can get, Apple Plus for five, like four ninety nine and and yeah. cancel after a month. Matter of fact, I was talking to someone today at, at, at lunch, and I was telling them about Ted Lasso, and I was like, "Look, it's if you don't have it already, it's like four ninety nine. Watch this shit. It'll take you like two days, and then you can cancel it. It is worth the five dollars." Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's, I agree with you and it's rough and and I have, I'm, I've got way too many streaming services right now, but I'm, it's every time I think, oh, I need to get rid of this. I'm like, oh, but this is on it. I'm but like, I still think it's a way of trying to manipulate audiences into like paying for a, a subscription service and you mm-hmm. get this, you get one really good show and then you get a bunch of crap that you don't really care about. Paramount. And, and I don't know if that's, it, it, I don't think that's a, that's a a very creative model that's not a or that's not a but model I, that that promotes creativity it promotes it promotes a but lot. i don't think they're trying to do that i think i mean disney for one they're they're trying to put out good material all the time hbo i'm finding more and more stuff on there that i enjoy you know even though it's like oh god i got this for this and then oh i'm looking at this look at this look at I, I agree with you. It's it, it sucks to get on something like Paramount for for one thing, and then there's just nothing else on there, and it's like, oh, why am I still yeah. on here? Why am I still giving them my money every month? I don't think hate is the right word, but I do think it's it's worth like paying yeah. attention to and saying and questioning whether this is the right way to continue. Um, I, I don't I don't have a just, answer for it. But I don't. It like all depends it. on how many emails you want to create so that you can get free trials. <laughs> <laughs> right. And 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 I what? And I mean the market does take care of some of it. I mean, remember YouTube Red? There you go. <laughs> See, nobody does. This, this was like 3 years ago. That was yeah. going to be the Oh, YouTube Red paid for YouTube and their big show was Cobra Kai. Right. 
Oh, right. And then sure. they went under, and Netflix came in and said, "Oh, we'll take Cobra Kai. Thank yeah. you." And <laughs> now you can't. It's watch funny because I remember without without any sort of ads interrupting what you're watching, unless you're paying a premium to yeah. uh, to maintain it. And... Or you know, there's ways. <laughs> yeah. I, I I agree with you. I, well, I don't watch a lot of YouTube, but I do remember Cobra Kai being on there, and someone go, "Oh, you got to watch this," and you can watch like the first two episodes, and I did. And then I was like, yeah, it's not worth buying a subscription to watch the rest of it. <laughs> now, having known that, I, I I mean, I love Cobra Kai. I, I think it was one of the, my favorite series that we've done in a while and, and watched in a while. Um, but, yeah, I would have I would have never bought YouTube for it. Netflix already had, so it worked. And, yeah, and I mean, there's so many services. We had to... You know, we used to have HBO and then Disney Plus came along and we sat down and we're like, okay, something has to go. (laughs) If we're going to get Disney Plus and and we got the... I need to do that too. And we're like, all right. It's like Game Game of Thrones is over. HBO has to go. They had some good stuff on there though. I know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, they do. And and have you looked into your your cellular carrier? I haven't yet. I will. But, you know, but like, and then there's some stuff on Apple Plus. There's like three or four shows that I really want to see. But looking at it, and like you said, it's, I don't think it's enough that I want to get like a year's lease subscription. So I might just sign up for the seven said this when claire goes back to school and i have more free time <laughs> seven day trial <laughs> sign up for the seven everything. day trial I'll ted lasso is worth four... it it's awesome it's so I, i've heard it's great <laughs> I'll, I'll binge those four shows i and should then be give like... you my log on i mean i share my i mean nobody season two comes except out the five except nobody listens to us except the four of us so it's probably okay to say this <laughs> you, and, you I and, I, my... and you and you and i are using fake names anyway so <laughs> i know so anyway yeah so well, anyone who listened my, to, to seven episodes ago that know that that i did the same thing with noah giving me his password exactly. for ted lasso so. i'll tell you what though it's hard on apple plus apple plus is one of yeah. the harder ones because you need their apple id and all that kind of stuff you so have I to think, be able to contact whoever it is right away because right, they, right, exactly. they have to. You have the two-factor authentication right. and all that. But you got it. HBO Max is <laughs> not the same, so I should just give you my password and watch that. <laughs> well, for, we'll discuss it. With, we'll, we'll you can email us at the podcast. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Where can you? I'll email just you know what? Yeah. I'll tell you what. That'll. You want to get viewership? I'll start just at the end of every episode, just handing out my passwords. No, no, they have. They People have to go to start listening to this. They like have to. Every, they have it'll, to, it'll be the. They have to give us a five star review, uh, a written review on on iTunes or uh, their right. uh, local. Uh, Provide a written review. You will get my HBO Max password <laughs> <laughs> for one week, and then I change the password. That's and right, all exactly. our listeners, remember: this podcast is not exclusive. You can listen to it for free of charge, regardless. So That's right. Appreciate. But if you want to get HBO Max, five stars on. <laughs> right. Uh, I'd love to get a damn five star review written. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, I think right. we've we've nailed all this. Uh, we'll we'll be back next week with uh, Luke Cage. Um, I don't think it goes as deep as uh, WandaVision, but it's still a good show. Um, Great show. Probably do three Great hours show. anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I know, right? I, it, it's funny. I I was not as high on Luke Cage after I watched it. Um, but I watched the first episode, maybe first two, and I was like, oh, this is better than I remembered it. So so that's good. Um, great, yeah, actors. And it, great actors on the show. I mean, that's the other Fantastic thing. It actors. is. There's some, there are some things that I have some big issues.
issues with, but it's not acting. Of course, it's not necessarily. Wait, you have big issues with something <laughs> that we're going to talk about on this podcast, Noah? I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> but damn, they know how to punch. Come on. <laughs> that's the problem oh, that's right. actually one of the issues to all our listeners uh, tune in next week for <laughs> no yeah. description of, an act, of a good punch uh, and uh, until yeah. then <laughs> of a poor fight and uh, yeah so yeah we'll be doing Luke Cage and until then um, yeah please uh, join us in, uh, uh, on any of our previous episodes also whatever you can please go uh, rate, review and subscribe on your podcast uh, network of choice <laughs> um, you can email us at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com uh, we'd love to hear anything right I think I've gotten two emails one was from Bo one was from my wife <laughs> so uh, but yeah or join us on our Facebook group um, and or Instagram um, both nice. under HWSI podcast cool All right, that's it uh, you guys have anything you want to share or Shaklatany. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's from an uh, all fantasy everything. Podcast we listen to. <laughs> oh, it's so good, so good. I love. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, it's it's just comedians uh, drafting random stuff, and they're just it's hilarious. Really, really, really good. Really it's one of those ones where you can shut your brain off and just laugh along with them. Yep, absolutely. Yep, great guys. Anyway, that's their song. Alrighty, so that's why I did that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah, we'll come up with one of those one of these days. When, yep. when we get a yep. Patreon, we'll we'll come up with a <laughs> Nice. Yep, for sure. So that'll be never. <laughs> All righty. All right, with that, good night. Good night, all. Good night. Good night.